1: But your eyes tell you it's true! Shit! I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck.
2: Welcome to episode 140 of the Kaiju Cast, a bi-monthly podcast, sort of, 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is the fourth episode of April 2015, Wow! our Daikaiju discussion episode for Death Kappa.
3: Thanks a lot, Dave. <laughs> yep, yep. And joining me here in the You're studio... You're welcome! <laughs> and
2: joining me here in the studio, we have Mr. Dave Helfrey. Hi! A.K.A. Baron Von Gulu. Thank you. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that persona a little bit later, hopefully. That'd be fun. Additionally, we also have Mr. Martin Vavra. Hey. And Rachel Cook hi there Brian Cook is here hey how's it going and because of the nature of Death Kappa which is not exactly what I would call family friendly we are going to turn this into an explicit episode Yay. so
4: fuck yeah everybody <laughs> out there make sure you you know for grown ups, for grown ups. Yay. yeah yeah this is
2: definitely Death Kappa is definitely not a movie for kids I mean Tiger is the age where I'd say you know you could watch this if you wanted to but it's not what I would consider to be in the same vein as Godzilla is Revenge, or Godzilla vs. Mothra, or any of the other Godzilla titles. We do have a lot of news, actually, to cover, in addition to the movie. We did get some fantastic homework submissions in for Death Kappa, and we have some catastrophic events, and, uh, of course, some music. So we're going to start things off with a request from Danny to hear Incident in the Mountains slash Search March from Frankenstein Conquers the World.
4: Is an explicit episode. You didn't really need to turn your head for that. That's true. <laughs> you just ripped it, ripped it right into the mic, baby.
2: Awesome. We could still do it. I, I mean, I can't I can't hit the burp again, but I can definitely at least uh leave it in. So we started things off with Incident in the Mountains for Danny, and then we moved on to the Science Patrol theme by Mikihiko Matsumiya from ukulele Ultraman. Then moved into Toru, Watches the Decisive Battle by Yoko Ueno, and that is from Gamera the Brave. And that's going to bring us to our Daikaiju discussion. Once again, class, it's time for our Daikaiju discussion. Every month, the Kaiju cast showcases one film from the giant monster landscape and tasks the listeners with submitting their thoughts, questions, and reviews for the following discussion episode. Thanks to an online tool, I've randomly, somewhat, assigned one film to each month, <laughs> ensuring that this podcast will keep going for a long, long time. This month, we're watching Death Kappa.
4: Yay! Thank Dave, everyone. <laughs> You're
2: welcome. I am thankful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Death Kappa, directed by Tomu Haraguchi, who directed Sakuya yokai which I loved. And Kibakichi, which is the werewolf warrior, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's not so great.
4: I want to get a piece of that. Uh,
2: More importantly, it's best to know that Haraguchi is a tokusatsu specialist. He was on the effects staff for the first two Gamera films and Uzumaki and many, many more. This movie was produced by Media Blasters and uh, somebody at Media Blasters named John Cerebella who produced both Machine Girl and Tokyo Gore Police, which are fucking nuts. They're great. Insane, gore, crazy, weird movies. I haven't seen Machine Girl yet, but it's on my, you it's on my tr- queue, if you actually. If you've seen Tokyo
4: Gore Police... Yeah, I have seen is, that. It's, Machine Girl is almost disappointing.
2: So those two films were the first forays by Media Blasters into live-action movie production. And this is the third. John Cerebella says he grew up with kaiju films like Gamera and Rodan and wanted to get into making films in the genre. This has been their only entry, but amongst other people, actors, notable appearances, we're going to see Hiroko Sakurai. I guess Matt Alt makes an appearance, if you guys know who that is. Hideaki Ano is in it, apparently. Shinji Higuchi, and I'm pretty sure I saw Hiroshi Sagai in the movie as well. We are going to go ahead and head over to the screening area and watch this movie, and we will be right back.
0: Nothing you have seen can prepare you for the new mega mammoth of motion pictures a new colossal creature of carnage, Death Kappa. It came from the watery abyss. Is he friend or foe? See an inferno of utter devastation. Tokyo ravaged in a titanic trail of terror. In an epic battle of spectacular violence. Leaving a cavalcade of cataclysmic destruction weapons stand a chance before this mastodon of horror? Or will this be the end of our civilization? Can humanity survive the power of Death Kappa? Shot in awesome high-definition terror is amazing beyond belief fantastic beyond compare. See it for the thrill of a lifetime. See Death
2: Kappa. Okay, so we just finished watching Def Kappa. And um, before we really get into our initial thoughts, there's at least one thing I want to read. So there was a, a trailer, a promo trailer came out that Tomu Haraguchi addressed the audience of giant Japanese monster fans. So he says, Hello, American monster fans. Nice to meet you. I'm movie director Tomu Haraguchi. This time I will be making a new monster movie called Death Kappa. When I was a child, monster movies such as Godzilla and Gamera were very popular, and I grew up watching a lot of them. But recently, computer graphics and digital have become the main way the old way of shooting monster movies with a monster suit and going crazy in a miniature set is thought to be too old fashioned. So people have stopped making monster films, even in Japan. This is of course for the monster movie fans in Japan too, but I've heard there are many fans that love Japanese monsters such as Godzilla, Gamera and Gappa. They're sad that they cannot see monster movies anymore. I wanted to make the wishes of those who wish to see a new movie. I don't know why it's worded so badly, but this is how it was actually translated in the video. Uh, I wanted to make them come true. For the monster movies, I love too. Without relying on computer graphics or digital technology, and using all the analog shooting methods from the past, we will try to make a new monster movie. This new monster, Death Kappa, is formed from a legendary demon who's been around since ancient Japan. There's another monster who will be appearing along with Death Kappa. Then he shows the image of Hyangulus. These two monsters will be battling each other. In the city of Tokyo, I would like to make this monster movie into something that makes fans happy, and as best as I can, fill it to the brim with what makes old Japanese monster movies great. Everyone, please look forward to the completion of Death Kappa. So that was everything I knew about the movie. And the question I have for all of you guys is, if that was what you thought going into this, like... Do do you think that they succeeded in in doing this? Absolutely. Okay.
5: I looked forward to the completion of
2: Death Kappa. Uh, I looked forward to the completion as in the end credits. Uh, So I think I'm the only person who'd seen this before. Is that correct? correct? Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. All
2: right. So, uh, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> since you're the assholes who
4: suggested it. <laughs> I am. And I am <laughs> so fucking glad I did because I fucking love this movie. I love this so hard. It's, and part of it could be that, you know, Kyle, would you like you've, I mean, like the, the, your complaints about this movie are, are, fairly legendary and i was expecting this <laughs> to be such a steaming three coiler that you know it would just did just this side of unwatchable okay and then when i got into it and realized it's like oh no wait they're just doing it a, they're doing a parody
2: yeah it of is a
4: parody. all this stuff i thought it was hilarious you know once i you know once i realized what i was actually watching
2: yeah it might help to watch it as a parody as it's hilarious
4: as a parody going into yeah. it
2: now you know uh and i'll get into my initial thoughts as well but like i totally went into this movie blind i had seen uh i hadn't even seen the trailer i'd only seen that thing that haraguchi did oh wow and i have a lot of respect for that guy so when yeah
4: because he was fucking with you yeah (laughs)
2: definitely Definitely. i got the shit end of the stick (laughs) no no that deal yeah with you on that one uh but yeah okay so you you fucking loved it i did
4: yeah. I was like once I realized what was going on, yeah, you know, and then, you know, as we were discussing prior to watching it, how it's out of the same studio that did Machine Girl mm-hmm. and Tokyo Gore Police and everything, it's just like, Oh well, this is a whole different thing then. Yeah, because it's it's real obvious, especially that scene with uh, the the uh, the crazy scientist chick and the fishman in the sort oh, of I love w- that scene World War <laughs> Two era laboratory, yeah. Yeah. which is very I mean, which is right in line with those other movies. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the in, right down to the the weird uh, primary color under lighting and everything that they did <laughs> yeah. on a lot mm-hmm. of stuff for the the weird sort of creep show comic book uh, lighting hilarious yeah i loved it i fucking loved it all right I would, you know 5.99 on amazon i am fucking there okay right. uh
2: you could just have my dvd done <laughs> yeah. you can have it i
4: will walk out of here with that bad boy i will watch the shit out of that thing let Turn your volume down a little. Sure. Bit. <laughs> yeah. It's because I'm so much more excited than I was when we were testing levels earlier. Yes. All right. I can I'm, see that. I'm all in. Yeah. It's apparent. I'm all in. This totally worked for me. <laughs> all right, Martin,
5: you loved it. Oh my god! So I've wanted to see this movie for a long time simply because, like, I've brought it up. During other discussions, like yeah. I've just said the words death kappa to see you get annoyed and to yeah. watch the reaction. So I was so looking when when I saw that this was the one that was posted, I was like, Oh my god, my plans have to change for the oh, way you should have been here when Dave actually said
2: it. Because what happened, he was we were like, oh,
6: really? was Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> to recap, pre- <laughs> previously on the kaiju cast, what
6: happened
2: was. Uh, we had a movie that wasn't readily available. Ultra Q, the movie. Not, yeah. n- you know, you can't really get it. Uh, and so somebody asked what, you know, how to do that. And I was like, yeah, oh, let's just move it around, shuffle it to a different month. And in the episode, I was like, what do you guys, should we just do that? And uh, all right, what movie should we put in its place? And Dave just goes,
4: Duck <laughs> 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 and, and yes, I think. I was told, I, you know, in, oh. in, in all fairness... I was just fucking with a guy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean for us to. But that would have. I would have said him. the same thing because I yeah, love saying yeah, it no and kidding, seeing his no reaction. Kidding. So <laughs> it. <wouldn't, laughs> no so, but I mean, <laughs> I'm just, glad it's legendary. <laughs> oh color, color, color with color me with the surprise crayon that <laughs> oh he actually went <laughs> for. I know. Yeah. You know. Well, <laughs> but I'm so glad I loved it. It was on the
2: list anyway. It was. It was on the list. Yeah. Oh my god. No, no. In in the long run, it is all good. I mean, I did want to cover this, and I'm glad we're doing it. Like you know. The explicit style, so I can, I can unleash my bullshit meter <laughs> a little bit later, but, uh, so... Initial thoughts aside from the fact that you, you, oh, loved I'm just, it. I'm just okay. ecstatic. We'll get into other <laughs> okay, stuff okay, later. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm,
5: I'm thoroughly thrilled. This is like all the right. best Sunday I've had, <laughs> you know, probably, probably since baptism. All right.
3: <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, Bold
5: statement, man. That was, that was, it was a rough day on that one. So, yeah, this okay. is good. All right. All right. <laughs> Rachel.
3: I, yeah, I can't wipe the stupid grin off my face. <laughs> it's been, yeah, a blast. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's like, I just couldn't. I wrapped my head around this movie like <laughs> just watching it. I was just dumbfounded the whole time. But having so much fun, it was just a blast. Like I was like, oh my God, this it, is just it
2: is it's this great. is absolutely <laughs> one of those movies where if you have other people around, it makes it better to watch. Yes. Oh yeah. Did absolutely.
4: you watch yes. it on your own the first time? Oh uh, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, And were you drinking? Because no, I dude, feel like no. drinking's
3: a necessary piece to this. Really. Yeah. Not to
2: mention, I, I told this story, I don't remember if I mentioned this earlier when we talked. About it, but this movie leading up to it, I was I saw that you know promo trailer thing with Haraguchi, and the fact that I loved, like, really loved Sakuya Yokaiden, which he he actually directed the whole thing, and Shinji Higuchi worked on it. Uh, great film, in my opinion. I don't know that film. Uh, I hope it comes out on Blu-ray eventually because I would love to get a copy. Right but um, I you was waiting.
4: Princess.
2: With, I am a pretty princess. I was waiting with bated breath for this film and then it wow. came out oh man and oh. as i said before no. we watched it i paid full fucking retail <laughs> price for the dvd yeah because yeah. media blasters yeah. and i'll talk some shit about them later media blasters don't let me forget uh to do that. <laughs> media oh, blasters is is terrible with their releases and so they actually had uh they, they put out, they said, oh, DVD and then a DVD Blu-ray combo. And I was like, oh, I'll well, just buy the combo, you know, and then I couldn't find it anywhere. And I went, you know, where I went? I went to Ujimaya, the the Japanese the, the store food here place, yeah, the that has store. the bookstore called Kinokuniya bookstore oh. inside, huh. and they had it there. And I was like, oh my god, I was I was legitimately excited for this film. And <laughs> now you know how we feel, but then it <laughs> <Right>. was,
4: <laughs> yeah, yes, maybe, in a, actually, yeah, maybe in a different light, maybe in a different light. There's a, a there's that's a punch there's, to the dick, yeah. <laughs> no, <there's,
3: laughs>
4: uh, no, that's that's fair. I can understand yeah. why you would be
2: really disappointed, by but well, well. I'll... I'll get into me a little bit later. I I didn't mean to cut you off, Rachel.
3: No, no, it's fine. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, oh I the Gilman kind of stuff I'm just so ecstatic about. That was so much fun, um, as a big creature fan. But um but yeah, I love the <laughs> like the Kappa design was hilarious and I kept I kept thinking like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 90s yeah. those movies well you don't
2: know what a you've never heard of a Kappa before well, this right I
3: think I'd well I'd heard of it and I'd seen it but I had no clue whatever was I never had gotcha. any sort you you of understanding the, uh, of the legend like or the anything War movies. Or so anything like that? I have seen one of them but um, and that's where I think I can remember part of it, but I don't remember the movies very well because mm. it's been a while since I've seen them, and I have a terrible memory when it Brian, comes to movies. Which, which
2: yokai films oh. has she 100 seen? Hundred
7: Monsters and Spook Warfare is the one with the captain. So she, she did see that. Yeah. did so she see, did see Spook see Warfare? She, she saw Hundred Monsters. Okay,
2: so he's oh, on the okay. first of the trilogy. Well, gotcha. and then,
4: okay, and then he's really the is a main character in the in the remake in the Great Yokai War. The, who did that? Oh, and was I don't that, think was, I've seen was that one. Miike? Do we have that one? We do have it, That that crazy. Yeah
3: yeah well now i want to see more kappa but i think i'll be disappointed if no. it's-, <laughs> no. it's very
2: different it is very different you might be disappointed i would be ecstatic but uh let's let's move on to brian first uh first time watching initial thoughts lay it on me
7: i loved it like everyone else uh okay. i was totally confused because i i thought it was a you know you because of what you'd said i thought it was just a bad legitimate kaiju movie yeah yeah and uh uh yeah, once I figured out it was like a naked gun airplane kind of thing. It was like, <laughs> yeah. oh.
6: totally. And it was it was totally yeah. the
7: the Nazi scene yeah. actually like uh Oh my god, Cuz they had like their like they combined the Japanese flag with the old like Nazi Iron cross. cross yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy." And then that's when I got, "Oh, this is all a joke. Oh, this yeah. is great." <laughs> so, yes. yeah. No, I, I liked it a lot. So.
2: Cool. All right then. So uh, <laughs> I'm the odd man out. I yeah. still, I I still hands, you know, hands down, cards on the table. That was a hands uh, up.
3: Your hand was up. Wait, no, that, I'm waving, <laughs> gesticulating around. Just, just you Uh
2: of. Car, all, all the cards on the table. I I I have a a bone to pick with this film. <gasps> and and you know when it came out and I did the review on the Kaiju cast. I'm I don't remember how that went exactly. Uh, I know it was I'm a clean episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was disappointed because of what I was imagining. Well, you I, yeah. should
5: be with his, with that, yes.
2: with what you read. Yeah, now there's fair. no way. Yeah, that's, there's, fair. there's, there's, there's that's no, true. no that's way not that I thought this was going to be 100% serious. But you know, what I was looking for more in this film were, I was looking forward to the special effects and, uh, and honestly, like, I really think that my, my brain at the time was like, Oh, this is going to be awesome because Haraguchi did such a good job in his other films. He's going to really do this Showa style. And he, he did it 70s Showa style and kind of (laughs) totally like did it in a way that pointed out the flaws Mm -hmm. of that stuff, which I actually really don't fucking appreciate at all. Um, and oh. I don't I, <laughs> no. what's what's my biggest beef when it comes to people describing Godzilla movies that It's they say cardboard buildings.
3: oh yeah, there were totally
2: fucking cardboard buildings in I this know. movie, yeah. like without a doubt, so that's i I actually can't stand this movie just for that point alone, but I know they did more. There were legit buildings that they moved around. I watched some of the behind the scenes features. One of the only behind the scenes feature on the on the disc, and you know now that I've had some distance from it, I guess I can appreciate it a little bit more. But I still like it rubs me the wrong way, and I'm just kind of like, meh, fucking Death Kappa. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah.
4: it's really a collision of every of all the different eras and all the different production companies of of the kaiju films. When you mm-hmm. look at it and you analyze it, I mean, if you just look at the paint job. From, from a creature design standpoint, mm-hmm. which I like totally tripped balls over for this thing. The paint job on Kappa itself.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Great paint job. They did, yeah. they did a really good bit. Be- now it's, it's like, as, as Martin pointed out as we were watching it, it's bullshit that its eyes never moved. Its eyes you never know, moved. It was, yeah. He has no head movement. Very distracting. Right. You know, very distracting. It wouldn't have been that much of an, ad- you know, an addition to their budget to make his eyes move. But, it was really, really good paint job. And then you look at Hengulus mm-hmm. or whatever his mm-hmm. name was, full on 1980s Ultraman monster. Oh,
2: I, yeah. Hengulus, yeah. I actually really like a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. It you know, really reminds me of, you know, Titanosaurus and totally. Ultraman mm-hmm. monsters. Totally.
4: But, but like he's all like, you know, he's more or less flat primary colors, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. And just like that scene where the two of them are squaring off in the city. It's, it's like, Oh, they're, you know, they're, they're actually. Asking the question, which era do you like better when, you know, in in this thing? And that's the only
2: part of the movie that's what I would consider to be be actually watchable is that is the city is the city battle. Right. Not yeah. uh, for me. Yeah.
4: Well, but even the, and even then they were making fun of it because like they had the the power uh, the the power poles were set up like uh, the ring the uh, the yeah the, boxing the, ring uh, a wrestling, uh, a wrestling yeah. ring yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you know and you know, I I and the, the and they disappeared stack. too when they stopped yeah. that then wrestling they stopped. then yeah. they were
5: gone yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: and the smokestack that turned into the nunchucks right oh my yeah. gosh yeah. Yeah. yeah no this is I mean this is absolutely a comedy a parody this yeah. is something that you know. uh this is not what I would call a love letter to. No. No. Actually, you know what? Uh, this is the kind of th- well, well, not what I would call a love letter. Right? You might call it a love letter. Well, see, I mean, that's the thing.
4: On. It's like it's as as there is in a lot of parody. Mm-hmm. There is an appreciation for the form. Yes, I'd appreciate and an understanding of you know of the of the art form of of the kaiju movie. Yeah, I I totally concede Without to that Without that sure. this movie wouldn't even exist. Yes. So, it's, you know, they're poking fun. Yeah. Cuz it's like, come on. We'll you see know, we're not, this we're not is curing like We're in cancer here, we're watching giant monsters. Yeah, this is
2: like uh so it's like com, uh, kaiju parody turned up to 11, right? Mm-hmm. So when we were talking about yeah. Michael Schleisinger... Who wanted to make a sequel uh, yes, to yeah. Godzilla 2000," and, and we read his pitch? Mm-hmm. Like that my fear would have been that this is the kind of movie they would make without the over-the-topness of it. like yeah. they're like, "Oh, you know, it's going to be fucking hilarious to see the strings on the uh, you yeah. know, which just for me, perpetuates that negative stereotype about Kaiju films.
7: The difference there being that they would have taken a Godzilla film to do that, which True. I really would not have appreciated. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, see, no,
4: that, see, no, that would not have been cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, would, but I mean, the, the thing is, it's called fucking
2: Deathcap, right? And yeah. I, I knew going right in. The bat. I knew you know, going in, know. it wasn't going to be a serious kaiju right. film. But yeah. the, I was just disappointed, and and it's hard for me to. You know, strip away that disappointment and the negative feelings I have towards this film, and enjoy it. Although I did enjoy it more with other people here. See, there yeah. you go. I can only it's, imagine. Yeah, yeah it's no, totally understand. If I had
4: paid full retail and it was like watching it on my own yeah. in my home, I'd be pissed too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could totally understand that. I, I
2: think totally my understand. my reaction throughout the films multiple times is what the fuck is going on here like sure
4: oh, well and- which,
5: which for which film the the film at the beginning right. or the right. film that Mostly was at right. the
2: beginning but like it really is throughout like yeah like the the soldiers everybody crying mommy every, you know the, <laughs> like, oh, my the soldiers who can't shoot at the monster i'm mean, like i already fucking saw this gag earlier yeah. why do i have yeah. to see it again it's just to me i didn't appreciate it and and they didn't uh, have anything else by then. Right. <laughs> they had run and, the jokes for, out. You know, it's almost like that thing, you know, someone makes fun of something that you love. To me, it, this feels more like making fun of it as opposed to lovingly nudging... This isn't
5: cabin in the oh, woods for yeah. you,
2: like
4: oh, I love that movie. loving it I love and ca- playing it I love and, cabin and enjoying in the it woods too, right? Oh, yeah. I love that movie but but so it, hard. this
5: isn't a cabin in the woods for for the kaiju films. This is this really is more like the Naked yeah. Gun to mm-hmm. <laughs> Law yeah. and Order.
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Dude, <laughs> right. first off, I love the Naked Gun. Yeah. yeah, I love it's Naked like, Gun. Yeah. I love Police Squad. And yeah. the Police Squad was those great. are just those are really well done anyway. But this, yeah. Ah, shit. I was going to say something. I can't remember what I was going to say now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is, this feels more like somebody's like, hey, look at me, the stupid fucking monster movie, as opposed to, look at this awesome thing I made. And that's what, that's what really gets me about this. So, uh, what was your favorite part about the film, Dave?
4: Oh boy. Where do I start? You know, the, um, I don't know. Where's my cricket sound? <laughs> <cells? laughs> no, it's it's, it's so fiction. hard to choose. Pulling just one piece up, probably the probably the crazy um probably the crazy uh, World War 2 scientist uh, basement scene with the 15 uh, minute scene with, with kan- the, Kanako the is, Nazis, or Kaneko yeah. or whoever is is uh, chained up to that uh, to that the cross, cross yeah. and and, uh, <laughs> and the, the fishmen yeah you know, the fishmen and the and everything and just that whole scene and I think that it, to me that that's just because it echoed the other media blasters movies. True. Um cuz I've you know I've seen Tokyo Gore Police and freaking loved <laughs> it. Seen Machine Girls, seen Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl, seen Mutant Girl Squads, you know, and it's like yeah. they're all the same um they they share a lot of the same uh, visual idioms and a lot of the same movie making style, and I'm, and that's actually I think the point in my brain where it's like oh wait I know what movie I'm watching now yeah I can stop being a kaiju fan and just eat some popcorn and laugh my ass off. Yes, I and, love doing that with yeah.
2: films in general. Yeah, like- and
4: I would recommend that if you're into like crazy crazy over the top shit, then those other movies true see them they're great
2: yeah Yeah. so martin and and jeff and i watched uh tokyo gore police back in my last uh place of living yeah and it was uh it was my first no i guess it's not right i mean ichi the killer was my first like japanese gore film yeah but ichi the killer is serious yes and then i watched tokyo gore police but like it's not like I had some deep, profound love for each of the Killer and his ilk. Like, right. Uh, I knew it was over the top. But yeah, Miike, the director Miyake of that movies film. movies
4: are, are completely different. I mean, Audition is probably one of the legitimately scariest movies that has ever been put to film. Yeah. That guy is fucking dark. I mean, and like, what's the other? Gozu? Is that it? Gozu or Goku? I don't remember what the... But I mean, like oh, that... Oh, Goku, was, Body Goku. Snatcher from Hill. No, from no, Hell. no, 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 no. This is a different go to, you know something I might have just completely just choked on the name of this that's okay. he, he has another he has another movie
2: he has a ton is, of crazy movies oh yeah he makes
4: movies like he makes like two there was a while he was make like two movies a year and his stuff is his stuff is dark as shit and he um so that's that's a compare i don't think it's fair to compare these even though they're gory yeah even though the media buses i don't, it it's it's um it's apples and oranges well when it comes to everything else
2: yeah it's hard it's hard to compare okay. this to like Miike stuff just because he's Unless
4: you're comparing it to the happiness of the Katakuras. <laughs> it's, then it's like, okay, then you're or, a little
2: Or bit uh happier. visitor Q? Visitor uh, Q is now, really No, that
4: weird. one I've never seen. I've uh, never seen
2: that one. I've never really seen the whole thing. Anyway, we're sort of getting off we on, are a, getting on a Miike tangent. But I mean, the, yeah. for the rest of you guys who has if you haven't seen a Takashi Miike film, uh they he runs the gamut Although some of them are nuts. Some yeah. of them he did uh the Great Yokai War, actually. Yes. He, no. Which we mentioned that. which we mentioned a moment ago. Uh he, he did Ichi the Killer, Visitor Q, uh Audition. Audition. Um <sighs> Really uh, hard.
4: Did really he hard. do thirteen
2: assassins? Ooh.
4: Is that him? Yes. Wait, yeah. let me think. I say yes, I don't know.
2: If only there was some device where I could look that up on <laughs> some sort of worldwide <laughs> web of information. Uh I
4: like Thirteen Assassins.
2: Thirteen Assassins was great, and I yeah. feel like it was him. We're about to find out if I'm just a big wrong person. But I think It was him. It was him.
4: Okay. But yeah. I mean, but to kind of tie it back together with Death Kappa, there's a freedom that Asian cinema has, that Western cinema doesn't. So here we've got like five people in a room who are raised on Western cinema. Mm-hmm. These movies are all alien to us from a cultural standpoint to a certain degree. I mean, like we've all grown up watching these movies
2: without a doubt,
4: but there's, there is a, there's a whole, like if, if you, if you especially with like a lot of Asian horror, there's just an understanding that, an evil spirit possesses your toilet. You know you don't need some big backstory right, about why yeah. the fuck is this evil spirit on my toilet. You you know it's like oh yeah it is because toilets are full of evil spirits. Everybody knows that. You know <laughs> it's it's already given. You're and constantly I, shitting in there. I think that, yeah. that, seriously. Yeah. And you know it's it's the same. It it really is the same with a lot of kaiju. Um, oh. that what's the movie? And I was trying to think of it while we were watching this. What's the movie where the science like at some point a scientist goes. He's talking about, like, well, we want, to, we want to take care of these giant monsters. And we want to figure out why they're always attacking Tokyo.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, this uh, Kaneko does that in his films. Yeah. You so know, like in Gamera, w- one of the Gamera trilogy right. films. Right, it was it was one of the – and it's like – And that, then I think they also say it in GMK as well.
4: I think that – I mean like there's little tips of the hat like that mm-hmm. which, which are – um, which are a um just basically they're acknowledging the fact that these movies are different than Western movies.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. they're
4: its own thing.
2: That's actually and, that's the kind of comedy that I do appreciate in the in kaiju films sure. specifically, that whole thing where it's like, well, we know there is some ridiculous going on here and uh ridiculousness going on here, so we're going to Turn the mirror on it briefly. That's usually what ends up happening in the, at least in the yeah. films that I appreciate. But well, yeah. Death
4: Cap is just ninety minutes of that. Death
2: Cap, is <laughs> <laughs> minutes of 90, that or yeah. I really want to entertain the idea of it being like the Naked Gun <laughs> of kaiju films.
4: I think it's really sweet how you're trying not to hate it so much.
2: Right? <laughs> uh, I still fucking hate
5: it, man. I mean, <laughs> how can you hate? something that has a Gorgon Monster death ray unit. I know! How do you, how do
2: you hate that? Because <laughs> I'd much rather just watch Monster Zero which has the A-Cycle Light Ray or War of the Gargantuas that has the oh, real major.
5: And A-Cycle guy. Light Ray used to be a thing for me. Like I was always happy that I remembered that yeah. and all and now it's, nah, yeah. it's like, it's passing. Hey. Oh good, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is the beginning of the new wave for Martin
2: where he's he's like, now if everything's gonna be a comparison to Death Kappa. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Last Month it was like no nah, I don't know Mysterians that's boring. This now <laughs> everything's gonna be. Mm, but isn't now, somebody put
5: water on this up? monster's head? They yeah. totally solve everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sing bad Japanese pop songs of rainbows yep. being happy and tonight we meet tonight.
2: <laughs> did...
3: Just feed them cucumbers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Who was
2: next up on the? What did you like? Was that you? you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, never got past
4: me, man. That was usually... <laughs> Because there was just too me- much to like. Too much meek and shit.
5: Yeah. I. You know what? I Honestly, with this film, I didn't know that it was, I guess, a joke or that they were... Yeah. I, I really thought, just because of your anger, that this was <laughs> meant to be a legitimate movie. And what it was is that they just didn't get Godzilla films. They didn't get Kaiju. And so this was like a really bad attempt by somebody who was like, yeah, I'm going to show off. And then they just didn't get it. So when the Kappa Shrine... Is sinking in the fish tank yeah. next to uh, the sword tails. Five minutes uh, in. I know, year, right? And, I, and yeah. I was like, oh, this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, and I kind of was like suspecting. But I, I didn't, it, it it, wasn't until like the second pass of aircraft where it was clear that the strings were not <laughs> forgotten. And I was like, there's yeah. no way yeah. that this is not a, a, just a They're giant joke. They're deliberately
2: passing those planes through the light uh, so that you can hit the, so the strings. The plastic figures hit, yeah. on fire and at the top yeah. of the buildings yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. It was
5: like, this isn't the stuff that you're like, all right, we, we're behind behind schedule and over budget, we just need to get these shots done. Like, they're not even faking it at that point yeah. in time. They, they were, like,
2: flaunting it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Flaunting it unabashedly. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. good. So you didn't have, like, one particular thing that stood out to you as being
5: no I did awesome. it, it was the Gorgon monster death ray oh, unit <laughs> just the, just when they announced that just the name of it or just the, the, yeah. the yeah. name yeah. of it and the, the whole build up to the thing up, oh yeah and then the thing comes through the tunnel like some horrible phallic unit to be brought <laughs> yeah. out there oh
3: kitchen was, supplies man, was,
5: I know it was like identifiable stuff it was like Aww. oh it was brilliant it was just yeah. Gorgon was monster so death ray
4: unit opened for Mastodon the other night Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
5: sure. yeah. yeah. Sure yeah. like that Somebody, somebody thought of that name and was like, we got to put a film around this.
2: <laughs> somebody, I wish that we had like listeners out there that oh, were, so that were, that were so into the show that they would do like crazy art based on stuff. Because I think <laughs> there should be like a, what, what is it? De- Gorgon, Gorgon, Gorgon monster death, death ray, death ray unit. unit. There should be yeah, yeah. a Gorgon monster death ray unit. Like. Logo, like, band like a, yeah, exactly, like yeah. A, yes. like a death metal band. <laughs> <That>
3: was, <laughs> if only the awesome. host was a graphic designer. <laughs> oh, I <tired>. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. His anger
5: may be too much for this. Still, <laughs>
3: right? I know. Yeah, He's not going to jump it, on that yeah. bandwagon. <laughs> when you're
2: when you're doing creative work and you're not really into it, sometimes oh, it's, it's very so difficult good. to oh. create something good based on <laughs> something you hate. So, <laughs> all right, Rachel, yeah. what's your favorite part about Death Kappa?
3: Oh my gosh, can we talk? about the cross-dressing pilot oh yes, yes.
6: Can we please?
3: <laughs> uh, oh it was fantastic and uh-oh. the random other cross-dressing guys and the the man that um <laughs> the pink hair knitting that, grandmother like yeah that one and then there was the there was like the alfalfa kid grown-up guy that was yes. dressed like yeah. little kids yeah. with the suspenders with the stars on them and he danced with kappa oh my god how amazing i just was awesome. it was great i was oh. highly entertained by <laughs> all never
5: who yeah. never comes back ever again
3: no, we no, never, yeah we never we don't yeah. need ever you know, again a backstory on him either it's just that's just where it's at yeah
4: <laughs> the tranny fighter pilots coming be my halloween no. yeah should be yeah that was that
2: weird was great. it was really that was weird that's like one of eighty things that I'm just like. That was weird. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think someone mentioned it was very John Waters of them.
2: Yes, yes. yeah. Whoever yeah. Dave that was, that said, that. Yeah. Yes.
3: Uh, it was a divine look, total look total to the yeah to the pilot." <laughs>
2: oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, someone earlier might have been Dave said something about cultural differences, and part of me yeah. does think like. Am I missing some sort of cultural difference that makes this more funny to me? Or makes this more funny to Japanese people than it would be to me, just because I don't get a reference.
4: Oh, I'd assume so. Mm-hmm. Like That's all the what I like all the billboards. Too. We're trying to figure out what the billboards. Oh yeah, were, I loved the, 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 the billboards. billboards. Yeah. But I mean, there's 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 got to be some. There were some jokes in there. Yeah. Well, yes. I think the
2: billboards. If I. Okay, Do you know so what those c- c-
4: cute creatures are? I don't. Okay. But
2: here's the deal, Kappa. Here's what I think. This is okay. this is purely speculation. Never. I could not find any fucking interviews with anybody about this movie. Shocking. So, uh, <laughs> I think that the billboards showing the little cute mascot creatures yeah. were basically there as sort of like a, hey, look, we're, we're poking fun at something that happens in Japan where they take something scary and turn it into a mascot. Oh. So, oh. so in this film, they explained the existence of Kappas, but Kappa are um, – they're a cautionary tale. Right. So uh, back in the day in ancient Japan, they would create yokai as cautionary tales for people or to explain the unexplained walking through the forest. I swear I heard someone shaking beans and there's a yokai of a dude shaking beans a little in a little (laughs) pan. It's weird. That's how that's how Japan works, though. So the kappa were essentially like warning tales like, oh, don't go near the water. There's a kappa there. Right. And then mm. from that it well, tell me grandma, what what happened? Why is a kappa? What I mean, is a kappa? Like every
4: culture has has one yeah, of right. those. Of like,
2: course, yeah. Yeah. So that's what kappa are. And actually they're um, so they've they've been turned into these cute mascots. I could keep going and talk about how uh you know, it's what relevant. they what they really want is show. they want to <laughs> shove their hand up your ass and grab this pearl that represents your, your soul and pull that out. <laughs>
3: Oh, my God.
2: That's uh, that's what kappas do. They didn't do that in the movie? Wow. No, yeah. But the only way to appease them is to give them cucumbers. And, and, uh, oh, my or, gosh. Or when they started getting a little more, uh, I don't want to say anthropomorphic, but uh, when they start I getting... I
4: I on my yokai, but this ass pearl thing is new to me.
2: <laughs> it was you, somewhat new to me. Luppet I thing. No, weird. Yeah. No, that one's like... I don't yeah. know that story. Probably yeah. Story. So uh, the, other the way I found out about that was... Uh, I eventually found out that the reason that yokai aren't just all adorable and cute is because they like to go after children's assholes. Oh yeah, yeah. But the deal is that
4: yeah, I found breeze. out somewhat recently
2: yeah. that inside of the <laughs> of your anus in ancient Japan lore, inside of your your butthole, basically, you have this. <laughs> Pearl that represents your soul, or something like that. This is the greatest episode.
6: Wow. Ever. <laughs> yeah. so i
2: can enjoy oh it while well, it Yeah. Uh, yeah. it. <laughs> but so. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Anal Butt Pearl
4: went on before Gorgon Monster they, Death They Ray did. Junior. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Points. There <laughs> go. <laughs>
2: ruin a band in five words <laughs> okay.
4: um
2: so yeah so uh kappa kappa have let me get back to the original aspect of this kappa have been aspect. turned into from, they've been changed from this scary cautionary creature tale thing to this adorable mascot um i don't have any brought up here but i could show you before we leave that uh they're adorable. I mean they look they're like fat and she and they've got like little little plates on their head with yeah. little, you know, star shape and they look adorable. <laughs> it's what it's like they said in the movie, like that's why they're we have kapamaki, kappa rolls, cucumber rolls at, oh, at yeah. sushi. Anyway, I honestly think <laughs> getting back to your question, uh, that that was just basically them saying like, Oh, look, you, you know, there are mascots everywhere in Japan. This is, mm. this is another fucking ridiculous mascot that we have in this. Well, I love them round. and
3: I want them and I need action figures of them <laughs> or at least the artwork in my house.
2: All right. Okay. So uh, I think Brian, we're up on you now. <laughs> uh,
7: I loved all the references. There's, uh, they, should probably get sued for all the special, the sound effects that they stole. Holy <laughs> no oh, <sure>. yeah, okay. cow. <laughs> uh, but they also, I mean, they took specific shots, the shots of the planes flying by, even though there were strings, they're referencing a shot from say Mysterians. And then, or Rodan. Course, yeah. Rodan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's Oh, Rodan. Perfect. That's ex- the exact shot actually. Um But, uh and also like the, obviously the, the, the i can't believe i just spaced the name of the gun that martin loves now Gorgon obviously when they when those are trucking down the road that's a reference to the shots from you know war of the and stuff. Oh, sure, yeah 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 i dug that that was uh that was cool
2: so. yeah
3: and at the end with kappa going in the water that's totally mm-hmm. a godzilla shot totally
2: totally yep. kappa had you know Godzilla's breath without doubt Oh, like sound yeah yeah that's weird
7: yeah
2: weird. lots of homages uh-huh Hyangulus gets his tail chopped off exactly mm-hmm. like Gomora in Ultraman mm-hmm. yeah. his
3: name looks like Angulus
2: yeah. it is and i was going to say something earlier so the design of that creature i really want to talk to some i don't know not really but i kind of want to talk to somebody who helped design it and ask if there were other influences because Um, not to sound like I know everything, because I absolutely don't at all, and I'm totally stabbing in the dark on this, but, like, the, the sound, Hyang, H-Y-A-N-G, like, that doesn't sound Japanese, that almost sounds Korean. Hmm. And the, the design of the creature had I mean he had sort of like some flares to him that made him look kind of like a dragon esque like shrine temple mm-hmm. guardian thing yeah, I'm totally. not sure but mm-hmm. I was just kind of curious like does does he actually have any roots outside of Japan or am I just fucking crazy? Wow. Like is that just me being nuts? Mm-hmm. And again, probably reading way too much into this film but that's the That's where uh, I put my money. The, uh, I honestly I that's the kind of shit I love about these films <laughs> anyway. The general genre stuff so uh, right on. So, uh, anything else on that <laughs> that note? <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, nah, just, you know, it, it solidified the whole naked gun feel. Once I got it, it took me a while yeah. to, to, to like turn that screw in my head and be like, oh, I'm watching, I'm watching jokes. Uh, <laughs> 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 but like yeah. I said, it was, yeah. it was, it was, you know, the Nazi fish
4: scene. I was like, oh, I get this. But, you know, yeah, I think I it's kind bit. of our fault for not thinking a movie called Death Kappa. Was a joke? (laughs) Well, I
2: definitely, like I was saying earlier, like I knew it wasn't going to be serious. I just didn't know it was going to be...
4: That not serious. That, yeah. This was like really,
2: um, like a million miles away from where I thought it was going to be.
7: Awesome. It would be a really hard hard pill to swallow if I uh, had good expectations. Yeah. Expectations that it was going to be something (laughs) really good. I can completely see I
2: I just want to thank Godzilla for Bob Johnson because he did allow it to soften the blow. I mean, he softened the blow for me because he saw it before I did. And I was like, dude, what was, how was it? And he was like, mm, I don't know.
6: <laughs> so I was at least that much prepared going
2: yeah. into it. Uh, oh, that, that brings it to me. Um, I, liked I liked the, I liked the, the, I basically liked the effort put into that entire giant city destruction thing that's that's the best thing in this movie to me did you like the way his scales flapped in the wind yeah yeah Yeah. all right good i mean it was uh i mean i know they worked on it it's not like someone said hey we're gonna make a stupid fucking godzilla movie you know we're (laughs) gonna make it so look so stupid you know but there's something about to me, and I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to go into the shit that I didn't like and we'll transition into <laughs> you guys oh, too. All right. Uh, you know, the thing that bugs me about this is, like I said earlier, this is, it feels more like someone's making fun of it as opposed to someone's like, oh, this is what I love about these films. It's the same thing that bothered me in a different degree, but the same thing that bothers me about Godzilla Final Wars. You know, that thing's a fucking train wreck. This is a fucking train wreck. This is not something... I would ever and I'm getting ahead of the the discussion but is not something I'd ever suggest to somebody to say oh yeah you should watch this unless somebody says what's the worst movie <laughs> you know for me to watch in the <laughs> genre uh so for me like the thing that I hate the most about this film or and th- this is actually hate like this is something I really it bothers me that it happened um is that it looks like a shitty movie done on purpose and that's what i i don't want someone to do that to the genre so uh now that's normally not what i talk about when i say you know what's something that what's the biggest flaw on this film it's usually like what can you improve or something like that but that's just i don't i really don't think there's anything you could improve to make this a better film you could pretty much only just go the opposite way to make it more funny i guess or mm. something but anyway I've brought the room down, Dave.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Buzzkill,
2: Captain Buzzkill. You want to know know what I didn't like Mm -hmm, about the my only complaint? The biggest flaws. The biggest
4: flaw to me, and this could be, you know, me as a you know ugly American watching an Asian movie. um, That it's that at that point where they they uh detonate the atomic bomb Mm -hmm. is two different movies.
8: Yeah. And there's
4: no, there's, there's (laughs) nothing there to ease the transition from Nazi mad scientist base lab, right, uh, dungeon scene to traditional giant monsters kicking down cardboard city scene. Yeah. And I mean, nothing.
2: Yeah. It goes straight from one to hello, Yanglis. Yeah. (laughs) And then,
4: you know, and then just, you know, conveniently, the characters they needed in the second movie were, You know, oh, the you know the 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 blast from the nuclear explosion just threw them into the city, and now they're here. And Kaneko's doesn't even have; she still has all of her hair, and you know, it's like a, a lot of other things. It would not have happened if you were at ground zero of a nuclear fucking blast. But you know, but whatever. You know, there was no, there was no, oh, you, Death Kappa absorbed the, uh, uh, radiation of the blast, and that's why everybody survived, but it's also why he's a billion feet tall now. Right. Yeah. There's none of that shit. It was just kind of like, okay, one movie ends, <laughs> the next one begins. And that was a little bit jarring. Uh huh. But since I was kind of laughing my ass off anyway, I didn't care a whole lot. Yeah. I can see know? that. That's but a, that's, yeah. uh, but that's my gripe.
2: Okay. Mr. Vavra.
4: I
5: would say. Uh, With the exception of the, the Kappa Shrine falling into the water, <laughs> I would say that the first movie of this movie, they were trying to be like cheeseball and have fun, but I don't feel like they were really trying to be like they were really like poking kaiju films. In the side, and I feel like not in
2: the first bit, not yeah, in the first yeah. bit,
5: and then in the second bit, it's kind of like they were like, "Fuck it, we don't know what where we don't even have these pages fully written, yeah, yeah, and that and so that's where my thing goes in, and it's like because I kind of feel like. They all—they kind of took it to that place where they're really making fun of it, but they didn't go all the way, and they could have just made it more blatant and just done it that way if that's really the movie they wanted to make. If they really wanted to just poke in the ribs the whole time mm-hmm. and do that or if they wanted to make a film i i don't again that whole first half it's like i feel like it was a film by guys that kind of didn't get it like they were trying to make something they thought they could get and they just didn't and then they gave up hmm. and and so that's kind of my biggest complaint is that it's that's what it seems like they were trying to do which i got a complete <laughs> I I had a lot of joy in watching this whole train wreck go off and but uh, I mean really that that was kind of <laughs> I and you know even like the uh, I I think the 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 one I think the one it almost seems like the one thing that they tried to tie it all together with was like the virgin narrator in his mom's library (laughs) like what the (laughs) hell are you guys what the hell are you guys thinking with this yeah (laughs) and the the first time it was kind of funny and the second time it had lost its humor and by the time it was at the end i was like somebody shoot the virgin just get him out of here (laughs) he's showing up at the military base like
4: (laughs) i it's funny what, what martin was saying it's almost as if they were all completely sober when they started making the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and they just shot and it then in by order. The yeah. time, and then by the time they got to the end, they were just completely fucking shit faced yeah. and just like, yeah. you know, drawing dicks on each other's faces <laughs> and like the whole thing. Just
2: the, yeah, man. Let me fucking <laughs>
4: hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, just put a consented action figure on fire. you know what I mean? And that's yeah, yeah. and that was the thing. The, yeah, it's it. There was a point during the city battle, after we saw the first plane go by and the lights were mm-hmm. on the, or the helicopter yeah it was the, it was the helicopter and the little rotor was like the solid disc <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't turn rotor, that yeah doesn't it's just turn. meant to look like yeah. it. it's like at that point it's almost as if they were like watching the dailies from that day and were just busting up was like you know what we should do we should do more of that shit. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then they and then yeah. they wrote in the scene where they set fire to the reporter and the little the yeah, little yeah, action yeah. figure and everything yeah that's totally the feeling that I got because after that point, it just went shoom downhill. Yeah, and, you know, it's like at breakneck speed, and they just and they didn't let any opportunities to show a string or a, or a cardboard building or a little plastic miniature go by.
5: They yeah. they woke up like three months later, it's, and everyone was like, "Uh, we should probably look at this footage. It, it appears we did something. Oh man, you think we should? Yeah, I think we should look." is there any more film that no no we used it
2: all (laughs) (laughs) it'd be fucking hilarious if they shot it serious like they shot the whole thing serious like this is going to be awesome this is going to be hilarious and then they ship it off to get edited and the the editor's like This is a motherfucking train wreck (laughs) And the only way to salvage this Is to turn it into a comedy
5: (laughs) The editor went and shot All the plastic figure burning scenes With his buddies to
2: like uh, We don't have enough footage I'm I'm, I'm making stuff (laughs) Or he was just like Okay so I put yakety sacks in this And they're like no that's that's too much That's too much (laughs) Okay so Rachel
3: I think there was way too much Cucumber eating sounds and then the <laughs> the uh, obnoxious teenagers that were eating like a hot dog or something—that was a brutal scene. Just to hear all that, I don't it had like bones it. in
6: it or something. Yes,
3: like, I don't know what they were eating, some but fucking it was sound effect. horrendous. And I, I'm sure it was just to turn it all into Kappa eating the bodies. But why did they use the exact same sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, no, the,
2: I actually
4: I had don't a think question. That was Kappa. I don't the, think that the was f- the, Kappa. the fish dudes killed them. The yeah. fi-
2: oh, the fish
3: dudes. Yeah. That's right, that's right. They that's walked out right. of the street, they, they, yeah. water they pants
7: when they that's ate That's your them. rationale, yeah. <laughs> that they were <laughs> wearing <shit>.
3: pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I have
5: a question uh, that goes with that scene, which yeah. I forgot about. Why did they keep having that shot of the cave with the light going off in it? I thought eventually oh, we yeah. were like, going to go that's, to a cave.
2: I think the cave was like a tunnel to that basement. I mean huh. I'm dead serious. But it
4: I think but it wasn't out thinking, in the ocean yeah, where think... the bomb went off. I think that Kyle is right, but I think that they failed to they failed to <laughs> link that they, they failed to make the, but I the think bomb Maybe Iris was in, the in, there, oh, well, <laughs> in there and we just didn't never got to see her. technically the bomb
2: shouldn't have gone off in the ocean because the bomb was attached to the facility which
4: I don't really want to try and plug any logic to this. (laughs) I think the bomb went off in the ocean because it was a cooler shot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's where they had. Cheaper to do. You can pour paint into a tank, you know.
2: Yeah, upside down.
5: yeah,
3: Super S style. yeah.
5: Exactly. Exactly. All those guppies from the beginning, man.
2: What about you, Brian? Well, Brian, where does this film fail in the grand cinematic scale?
7: I I did find myself cringing at how bad some of the effects were, even though I knew it was a joke. There yeah. was a part of me that feels like <clears throat> that part of part of being on this show is it, this may sound really corny or highfalutin, but we're kind of like ambassadors for this genre. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when okay, we're gonna
2: <laughs> zip it back to the beginning of the episode and start all over again.
6: <laughs> but <laughs> this
2: movie never existed.
7: Right. But like. For me, that means kind of bringing these movies an appreciation for them. Right. So for something to this, so for something like this to happen or to come along, it uh it rubs me a little in the wrong way. So I can totally see where you were coming from. Yeah. Um, and that did make me cringe. Some of the jokes, like you were saying, they just it, too many times. Like we get the plain joke one time. Yeah. But two or three times, I'm like, oh man, someone could totally walk by this and be like, see, they all look like crap. And yeah. It does make me cringe a bit, but I definitely did I was in on the joke, but little too don't tell me the same joke fifty times, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> so just out of curiosity, I'm gonna rattle off a few movies and I just wanna see who's seen any of them. Um Who has seen Gehara the long haired monster in this room? Oh nope. Yeah. You have? It's cool. Okay. Who has seen uh Oh, shit. The Gilala strikes back at the G8, the G8 summit.
7: No, I've not
3: seen No.
2: Who has I seen Riego, the deep sea monster? Mm-mm. Or Raiga versus the battleship Yamato? Nope. Okay. Uh, so. that
4: sounds familiar, but.
2: These are all parody comedy kaiju films. And the time period which all of these films, including Death Kappa, were made is all in the 2000s, all post-Godzilla Final Wars. And so and actually sort of clustered together. So I'm not going to have all the dates right in front of me for these, but like 2007, 2006, 2008, 2010, you know, these are the sort of dates that these movies all came out when there was nothing serious coming out. Like, Gamera the Brave was the last legit Blech. kaiju film to come out. Yeah. Fucking
7: watch your mouth.
4: <laughs>
3: I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan either. I would rather watch, I would rather watch Death Kappa again.
7: <laughs> would you, but, in, would but, you include Big Man Japan?
4: Yes, I would.
8: Yes,
2: yeah. I would. Okay. Uh, oh, that's Big Man Japan, in the same vein, it is... It's got a different vibe to it, mm-hmm. but it's, it is still like the same sort of thing.
7: Yeah. I, I was thinking where this was like naked gun, big man Japan is like spinal tap. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> totally. and so my sense of humor more goes in the big man Japan route, but.
2: My brain is totally failing me on a, uh, a good comparison. Like Death Kappa is blah, where Big Man Japan is to smi- I like Big Man Japan to spinal tap. Mm-hmm. I like that, but I don't have a good comparison for, for Death Kappa. Maybe I'll come up with something in a minute as far as, you know, my own thought process goes. But this is sort of the problem that I had with this era. Like I was like, when the fuck am I going to see a serious kaiju movie mm-hmm. made by the people who know what they're doing? And they're going to do it well, which is why when Haraguchi had that video, I was like, finally, right? Mm Because I had already seen the weirdness of uh, the G8 Summit Gilala film. And now I've seen the Riego Riega films. And I got to say, like, Death Kappa is still pretty shitty when it comes to those films. Uh, I mean, it's off the charts crazy which the other films don't have. The other films are more of like a straight up parody of giant monster movies. So I'll be very interested when we watch some of those films just to, I'm going to ask for you guys to compare it to death Kappa when, right when we get there mm. with, you know, absolutely no pretext involved. I'm just curious as to, to how you guys feel about it. I'll and stuff. bet.
4: I'll bet that if media blasters redid their packaging and wrote the naked gun of giant monster movies, you no. Know, yeah. Attributed to Kaiju Cash. Sure, sure, sure. On the They could Amazon could charge $9.99 instead of $5.99 for this movie. Okay. <laughs> they totally could. I think that's I think that's completely legit. Uh let's talk about Media
2: Blasters real quick before before we move on. So Media Blasters, I said I have a I hate. I sort of love. I don't remember what I said earlier. Love, hate, hate, love relationship with that I company. Said hate. hate. That I think it's. Right. I think yeah. it's hate, hate, love. <laughs> essentially, okay. right. I think that's what I said. Hate, hate, love. Because uh, I, the, I applaud them for them going out and getting licenses to stuff like uh, Destroy All Monsters and uh, Godzilla versus Megalon, and I applaud them for their attempt at uh, at bringing legitimacy to the, the Blu-ray DVD releases of those. I fucking hate them for how they fucked it up and they screwed up the release of those. I also hate the way that they release their movies. So they also released Gamera The brave on Blu-ray, uh, which was pushed back a million years from its initial release. And, uh, that's, this is the problem I have with media blasters. Like they, they do a shitty job of saying they're going to do something and sticking to that. So their release date, right? Which If they're just releasing a a bare bones version of it, it doesn't take that much effort to to release a subtitled version of a film that's already been released on DVD and the the masters, the elements are all just there. They have access to them. Um, What I will say that they have started doing is they're using Hulu as a platform for their stuff where... You know, people either already have this or they're not interested in buying it, but they're putting it on Hulu. I don't know if Death Kappa is on Hulu, but I know Machine Girl is. Sweet. Might They might also have Tokyo Gore Police on Hulu. Um, I think that where Media Blasters could really shine is if they started utilizing those video-on-demand services to really say, okay, here's our fucking catalog. You know, take 20 of them. You know, here here's twenty things, and because right now Godzilla versus Megalon is on, I think Hulu as well, and it's the nice quality subtitled version of that movie. Oh, well, yeah. maybe check that out. Yeah, it's totally totally worth checking out. So I like uh, two years ago, I was like, "Fuck Media Blasters forever!" I hated them. I I was, and I really don't want them to get the the licenses to any more existing kaiju films, but. I and I'm pretty sure they're not making any more <laughs> live action Boo. Kaiju films. Bro, sorry Dave. Um but uh I I just wanted to throw that out there. I haven't talked about it on the show. So hopefully they'll do more good stuff later or they'll use maybe they'll get money or something from from uh Hulu or or something if people watch it. So if you're out there and you're listening, you're you've got Hulu Plus. Go check out you know, the Godzilla versus Megalon release. Go check out uh, Machine Girl, Tokyo Gore Police. I actually really like Tokyo Gore Police. I thought that was a it's fun movie. Yeah, yeah.
4: It's the best one.
2: So final thoughts, Mr. I was going to call you Vangulu, Von but uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Um. Final thoughts. Uh, watch it. Just know what you're getting into. Yeah. I had the, uh, I, and actually, I have, I, Kyle, I think I have you to thank because often when I see a movie with no expectations mm-hmm. whatsoever, I end up loving it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's a lot of, it. for me, you know, it's like, I definitely love the kaiju movies, but horror movies are my big thing. Of and, course. Yeah. And I will get all these, uh, you know, all the things that you read about, like this is coming out, that's coming out. Mm-hmm. I read all that stuff for horror movies, right? And right. so I'll get all built up about a horror movie, and then I'll see it, and I'll be like, "Fuck, this is another <laughs> just another turd in the shit parade that is all these movies that I've wasted my life watching." And you know, but when but when the opposite happens, and it's like people are like, "Oh, this movie's terrible. Don't ever don't go see it." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then I see it, in, and I'm expecting the worst thing in the world. And I was like, yeah. wait, I'm enter- I'm actually being entertained by this. This is wonderful. And so just you set your expectations correctly, boys and girls at home, uh, when you are watching Death Kappa, and you will dig it.
2: All right. Good to know. Final thoughts, Mr. Vavra. My, I think my
5: reaction is very similar. I came into this really happy because I just kind of knew you were gonna you were angry about it before so i just i was this was gonna be really about like seeing your reaction but i honestly was like okay this is gonna suck (laughs) and then it just kind of turned into the farcical atmosphere that it was and we were all enjoying it and having fun and it was like this is i enjoyed myself because i watched it with a group of foot you know friends and fans and i had a drink and it was great. So, know what you're getting into. Yes, yes, as, as Dave said, and then enjoy the hell out of it. <laughs> All right. Rachel,
3: I agree with what they said. It was fantastic. I think it's just so much fun. <laughs> I really loved it. Uh I love the Gilman references. It was probably always a selling point for me. Of course it yeah. is for you. Yeah. But yeah. uh but yeah, just it was a lot of fun and I yeah, recommend lots of um Beer and friends in the room with you watching it. but
7: All right. Yeah. yeah, I agree with those points. I would say I would not recommend it, though, Uh unless <laughs> you have a group full of people that yeah. want to watch it with you. Because um, it was definitely funny, but you have to be well-versed in the genre, I would say, to get all the jokes, maybe. but uh, But you're
2: well-versed in the kaiju genre, and you sure. still didn't get all the other stuff. Because there's non kaiju related, sure. Oh yeah, comedy
7: in this. Yeah,
2: parody, parody, <laughs> non kaiju related parody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More like the Tokyo Gore Police stuff. Extreme cinema, maybe. Okay, maybe that's a term we could use. Gonzo. <laughs> Gonzo is that an actual term that I am not familiar with? It's
4: it's 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 usually media. It usually refers to literature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Hunter S. Thompson and stuff Mm, like
7: that. Okay, but but, he meant it. Hunter S. Thompson meant it as like stream of consciousness journalism where he had no filter.
2: Oh, Okay. So okay. I think
4: there was much of a filter on this.
2: No, I don't think. I don't think there was a filter at all.
4: Yeah, I'd love. I'd love to be been in the meeting where they had an idea. They're like, no, that's stupid. I'm actually.
3: Like, yeah. What? what, what was what cut? Was possibly yeah.
4: cut. I'm yeah. actually very. I
2: was disappointed in the behind-the-scenes stuff because I kind of expected. Not saying that I expected my six-dollar Blu-ray to come with a shitload of extras, but <laughs> uh, I just kind of was hoping to learn a little bit more about the not the production so much, but more about like the pre-production, like who came up with the idea, where did you know. Where did the process start? Did it start at Media Blasters? Did it start at Nikatsu? Did it start with Tomu Haraguchi, who said, "Like, man, you know what? We haven't had any good yokai kaiju mashups recently. Uh, I just don't know, and I'd, I'd kind of like to know more about that."
4: The thing that I want to find out—that I would—I would love to find out from back from like a backstory like that—is mm-hmm. that the crazy man-boy alfalfa dwarf that can, like, press <laughs> 700 pounds. <laughs> Turns out he's, like, some crazy millionaire who executive produced the whole thing. He <laughs> just, like, right. woke up one day and said, hey, Alice, let's make this movie! And they're like, his check cleared, let's his do check it! Cleared, yeah, know? it's like, I would love for that to be the origin of this movie. He's our investor.
2: Yeah. I want there to be Nazi Japanese like <laughs> scientists and
4: fishmen! You got it, You boss. got it, boss. <laughs> yeah. That would be the best. Well,
2: you know, someday... As as much as I loathe this film for what I feel like it represents, uh I would be very interested in interviewing Tomu Araguchi. Uh I just hope he doesn't ask me how much I loved Death Kappa. <laughs> Oh, quickly changed the invite subject. Us my co-host to the interview. loved it. Tell yeah.
6: it. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> All of my friends thought it was awesome. Uh, anyway,
4: tell him that he wanted to know more about his polarizing work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually, I yeah, the dude is amazing, and I'll tell you more about his amazing work at some other time. But we need to get moving on to the yeah, listeners. Uh, I never thought that we would actually speak this long about Death Kappa, but <laughs> congratulations! We did we it, everybody! Longer, I
4: think we just talked longer than the actual movie.
2: Uh, it's close. It's really <laughs> close. <Yeah. laughs> Seventy eight minute movie? Is that what I said? After you said uh, I,
7: <laughs> Is it that short?
2: Well, I, I think it's seventy eight minutes. What what's up?
3: I'm laughing at your title of oh, the, the homework, note yeah. of the homework.
2: Is it fucking, <laughs> death, fucking Kappa?
3: death Kappa? Fucking Death
2: Kappa. <laughs> All right. Well, we did get a um, kaiju colonel <laughs> submitting their homework, and so we're gonna go ahead and play Danny's.
8: Wow. So uh Death Kappa. I avoided it for as long as I could but being a completist and this movie being the only major kaiju film I hadn't seen, I knew I'd have to cave eventually. Thanks a lot. Kaiju cast. Never before have I had such a deep feeling of existential dread while placing a disc in a DVD player. The next hour and a half of random insanity, stone, uh, stoned teens, buck teeth and eyeliner, doomed army guys screaming mommy before dying, mindless bumbling and senseless mayhem went by pretty fast. And when all was said and done, I faced a horrifying truth. I didn't hate it. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. Bizarre? Extremely. Mean-spirited in a few parts? Unfortunately, yeah. But was it as brain-meltingly bad as I was expecting? It wasn't, actually. Heck, I'd even watch it again. That said, it's still somewhat of a train wreck. Okay, it's a complete train wreck. The randomness of specific events and incidents in certain shots in the story were overwhelming, and some creative choices just make absolutely no sense, even for a comedy or a parody. Why the buck teeth and eyeliner? Why make the SDF quivering cowards? Heck if I know. And did anyone else find that bat-crap crazy scientist wheeling around talking to and making out with her grandfather's mummy, I don't know, repugnant? Anyway, the major beef I had was just how downright mean-spirited I found the tokusatsu scenes to be towards its own genre. The painfully obvious backdrops and wires seemed more like a slap in the face to the classics than an homage, parody though it was. Ultimately, it comes off as a movie made by one of those people who considers the genre to be unwatchable garbage, who decided to take certain genre tropes in that they or other haters consider to be quote-unquote bad or silly, then ramp them up to 150% and make a movie about that, instead of paying homage by embracing the things that make the genre cool. As any fan will tell you, wires and backdrops are pretty much never seen in these movies unless you're really looking for them. Now on to the good stuff. I have to admit, some of the comedy actually made me laugh out loud, especially the, goosom- the goofy awesomeness of watching the Kappa do judo on the fish guys and Hongulus. The giant cucumber airlift? Yeah, they went there. It was awesome. In addition, the presence of familiar monster roars, sound effects, and even Hiroko Sakurai put a nostalgic smile on my face. I also got a very topical kick out of seeing Shinji Higuchi and Hideki Ano doing cameos, the two guys that are about to make kaiju history together. The monster suits themselves were actually pretty fun, and although their battle at the end is ridiculous, it's so frenetic and fun that I enjoyed every bit of it. So yeah, Death Kappa, won't you? Definitely for kaiju completists only. And even then, most fans are going to hate it. But I didn't. Maybe I should be seeing a specialist about that sooner rather than later. All right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Danny. Thank you for sending in your homework. Uh, We also had, uh, like, what did we say? Ten people send in their homework, which is pretty amazing. Holy cow. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started with Ben. Uh, He says, whereas Nikatsu's earlier film, Gappa, the Trifibian Monster, was unconvincingly billed as a parody of the genre, Ben thinks that 2010's Death Kappa, the Bifibian Monster, hits the mark. Ben's only major gripe with the movie was its erratic and often distracting cinematography. Otherwise, he found the film to be an energetic and sometimes surreal comedy that never took itself too seriously. It had a convoluted plot full of sight gags, non-sequitur, and over-the-top performances, something which also holds true for the monster action, especially the ultimate battle between Death Kappa and Hyangulas. Most important of all, this film was readily available on Amazon for next to nothing. Ben is sure that if tracking down involved a lot of time and or money, his thoughts on it may not have been colored as positively as they are. (laughs) So while it did not have many of the merits of a straightforward kaiju film, nor did it have a lot of consistency and polish of, say, a Mel Brooks or Zucker Brothers picture, Ben thinks it's a decent way to entertain yourself for 79 minutes. P.S. While it has most likely been discussed already, Ben found it fitting that this film was this month's entry, as it featured both Hideaki Anno and Shinji Higuchi, who we all know were recently announced to helm the next Godzilla picture.
7: Michael says that Death Kappa can be best summarized into four simple words— worst kaiju ega ever this this movie is full of stereotypes that give the kaiju genre a bad rap with poorly done visual effects and a campy tone that makes the silliest godzilla and gamma movies look dead serious by comparison some instances of effects that could have been done much better include a news reporter being set on fire and the wires of the fighter jets being constantly shown the later could be acceptable in a classic kaiju movie because they at least tried to hide them the best they could. Death Kappa is also filled with rip-offs of Toho's kaiju films, including the usage of the same sound effects. Hangulas looks like Titanosaurus, and the Defense Force special weaponry were directly ripping off the Mazer cannons. However, Michael did like the scenes with the villains trying to bring Japan back to an imperial rule. Eat your heart out, Shocker. Not. <laughs> There was a nice little cameo from Hiroko Sakurai, but in the end, Death Kappa has many more cons than pros. Michael gives it 0.5 out of 5 stars. However, he gives Haraguchi-san an A effort. The question mark at the end of the movie really asks, why was this
4: movie made? Oh, someone
6: didn't
7: get the joke.
4: He didn't get it. If Michael was was here, he'd totally be making out with Kyle right now. (laughs) (laughs) So not cool. That's
2: not necessarily true. (laughs) I'm picky.
4: He might not be. He might not be into bears. I don't know.
2: (laughs) God damn it, Dave. Jamie is not sure what to think of this movie because it has to be about the most bizarre movie he's ever seen, which is not surprising since the studio that made Tokyo Gore Police and Machine Girl also made this. About the best way Jamie can put this is that it's an intentional parody, played straight, sort of, that makes fun of the kaiju tropes while also paying homage to it. That's the only explanation for why this movie is the way it is. After all, it has the following a secret organization of Japanese nationalists working to conquer the world, a relationship between the hero monster and the lead heroine, a city-destroying monster, the uselessness of the JDF, and the signature shot of the grateful human saying goodbye to the hero monster as it swims out to sea, followed by the end coming up on screen as well as a question mark. Jamie can't really split up the qualities between good and bad, because the bad just seems so intentional. After all, we can see the strings on the helicopters and jets, the radio antenna on the remote control tanks, the very obvious blue screen to have humans and kaiju in the same scene. This is a term from the uh, podcast I'm going to be working on. I'm going to um actually you there for a second, Jamie. That's rear screen projection, (laughs) not blue screen. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, Not to mention the use of dolls controlled by strings, such as when that brave reporter was burned alive by Hyangulus and they switch between him in front of a rear projection and the very obvious doll that had been set on fire. Also, all the soldiers who die cry out for their moms as they die, and the one soldier picking up another and slapping around during the reporter scenes. The suits do look fantastic, and the gorgon gun and its firing effect are absolutely beautiful a wonderful mix of CGI and classical hand-drawn animation. And Jamie knows that they ripped off Godzilla's breath sound effect for Kappa's breath attack, and the city turned into a wrestling ring. Wrestling moves were used. Jamie has noted how past discussions have pointed out the Showa era of kaiju movies as having pro-wrestling-esque battles, but this movie just straight up does one. And what was with the white guy, the professor giving the cultural lessons throughout the movie? (laughs) He actually breaks the fourth wall at one point. Isn't that whole thing yeah. breaking the fourth Behold, wall? Yeah, because talking is the whole straight time. to the... That's, yeah,
7: that's, yeah. A, that's a convention from the 50s where a guy would come out and be like, Behold, this great story, and he would set it up. It was a, just an old-fashioned monster movie thing, I think.
2: Uh, what was the guy's name from Ed Wood's films that did that? Criswell. 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 Criswell, yeah. There you go. yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Maybe that was an homage to him. Anyway, he was white.
7: He was, yeah.
4: And when does this take place? Chris was albino. That's a whole different, whole different kind of white.
2: <laughs> Those Japanese are just so racist. <laughs> <laughs> and when does this take place? People have cell phones, but Kanoka's music is on tape, and the military people in the war room have typewriters and ticker tape. And what was with the one pilot wearing that awesome eyeliner and red scarf like he was the Red Baron?
5: So good. Flapping in the wind was great.
2: The actresses who played Kanoka and Yuriko were easily the highlights. Kanoka was a lovely young lady who worked to carry on the traditions of her grandmother and was a bit of a badass herself. And Yuriko was straight up insane. Her one-minute gun shooting scene was so completely over the top that you could tell the actress was just loving the role. All in all, Jamie would recommend this to newcomers, but only if said newcomers saw a mix of new and old kaiju movies to get a feel for their tropes to the genre. Jamie, however bewildered, loved this movie and thought it was paced really well. Now, if only someone could explain to Jamie how Kanoka survived the nuclear blast at Ground Zero. (laughs)
3: One of Stephen's dreams, at least one of the ones he can discuss in this particular forum. Yeah, you know. Maybe he didn't know this was explicit. No, no one you knew it was know going to be explicit. Was, yeah, right. okay. Bow, bow. All right.
7: <laughs> it
2: completely caught everybody off fucking guard.
3: Right. Oh, fuck. Off um,
2: goddamn guard.
3: Yep. Oh, well, I'll th- insert some fucks in here for him to make him feel more comfortable.
2: <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, Give him some yeah. shits and some goddams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Such a nice person. Yeah. All right, Steven, next time on your dreams, you can save it for the explicit episodes. It's cool. Um, let's see here. So one of his dreams is that he could be given the reins to helm a great kaiju film masterpiece, a film loved and respected, much like Gamera 2, Advent of Legion, or even so bold as to wish to make something roughly close to Gojira, a film that would please the fans and even transcend the genre, making its mark on the very culture one of Stephen's nightmares is that given the opportunity, he would end up making something like the film he just watched (laughs) death Kappa. Stephen's not even sure where to begin on just how bizarre and off putting this film is. Maybe the weird song that was repeated ad nauseum throughout with lyrics that reference panties and bleeding smiles. Yeah, seriously, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Or the oh-so-visible strings on all the models, the crazy puppet show that the film became at times, (laughs) (laughs) the soldiers who all cried some form of the word mother, the drag show pilot, the blinking Christmas tree lights of the background city as the monsters fought, the either over-the-top or som-ambulant acting. Stephen's just not sure. His spirit has been beat down by this herculeanly bad kaiju film. He needs to salve his soul with some good movies, like the aforementioned Gamera 2 or Gojira. All Steven does know is this. His loyalty to the kaiju cast has been tested. (laughs) (laughs) And his loyalty is still intact. Bruised, but intact. All hail Kyle and crew.
2: All hail the kaiju cast. All
4: hail the kaiju cast. Yeah. I
2: think the next logo should be that mix between the Japanese sun and the Imperial, mm. uh, not the Imperial, <laughs> <laughs> the Imperial Cog. No, the Iron Cross. <laughs> <clears throat> Mike Keller says that Death Kappa is a film which seems to have been made by six different people. One, a genuine lover of kaiju films who wanted to make a heartfelt homage. Two, Someone who thought kaiju films were crap and wanted to make a parody showing how stupid they were. Three, someone with a weird Nazi bondage fetish. (laughs) Four, someone who wanted to make a mysterious X-Files type movie. Five, someone who wanted to make a more adult, grittier version of the Banana Splits.
3: Oh, this guy (laughs) knew we were doing an explicit episode. Yeah. Or six, (laughs) a
2: retarded person. (laughs) To which... I'm assuming you actually mean a mentally retarded person, not <laughs> not a derogatory term, not as a derogatory term. Mike says that he is only interested in seeing one of these and a sixth of it isn't enough to keep his interest for an hour and 15 minutes. We could probably put up with the nonsense like transgendered fighter pilots, intentionally visible wires, dolls set on fire and other silliness if we had halfway decent monsters and maybe a little coherence. Actually, the monsters probably were halfway decent, but Hyangulus annoyed him to no end in that its jaw didn't move. Hand puppets don't count. The jaw on the suit needed to move, too. Hey, man, Hyangulus' jaw didn't move. Neither neither did uh, Death Kappa's.
3: Or his eyes. Or Or his head. Or the heads, yeah.
2: (laughs) He could complain that there was no real explanation as to where this monster came from. He's assuming it's a conglomeration of those fish people mutated by the atomic blast, but by this point in the film... Any semblance of rational thought had long since bitten the dust. Not only does Mike not know where Hyangulus came from, he just doesn't care. So Mike notes that there are supposedly cameos from Hideaki Anno, Shinji Higuchi, and Hiroko Sakurai in the film, but he could only pick out Anno, which is surprising to me. Hiroko Sakurai was the grandmother, Mm -hmm. and uh, Shinji Higuchi was the reporter that burned into a doll. (laughs) (laughs) It's not (laughs)
3: recognizable at that point, Kyle.
2: Yeah, he also notes that IMDB <laughs> claims that Matt Alt, yokai folklore expert, appears somewhere in the film as himself. He's not Professor Tanaka apparently. He's actually in the uh in the war room. He's uh one of the guys in the command center. And there's a brief shot of Sushi Typhoon employee Mark Wako as a horrified tourist. Since this is the month of Easter, here's a nice little Easter egg. See if you can identify all the kaiju roars heard in the background of Professor Tanaka's opening monologue. I would just say all of them. (laughs) I mean, it was really, I I heard Ebira, I heard Titanosaurus, I heard Gamera. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of them. I think they probably didn't have Godzilla proper in there, but there was so many. Um, So all in all, a kaiju curiosity. In the same way that some mysterious stains in Mike's wardrobe are also curiosities. But at the very least, he feels lucky. Happy that Mika is wearing panties again today.
5: <laughs> tonight we meet again tonight. And he
2: says he in says the blue sky Nazi of the blue sky. That's right. Like fact. Fact. <laughs> Mike is an interesting character. Matt
5: and his dog Ashley can't help but feel that their limited understanding of Japanese culture is keeping them from understanding Death Kappa. There are so many seemingly arbitrary and downright odd touches strewn throughout the movie that something surely lost in translation. Is Death Kappa a playful nod to the genre, or a case of cinematic trolling? Death Kappa certainly feels like less a monster movie, equivalent to old TV shows like This Is Your Life, and more like a Comedy Central roast of some B-list celebrity. It plays like a mean and disrespectful treatment of the source material, rather than some nostalgic modern take on kaiju flicks. Lacking the proper cultural perspective makes watching Death Kappa a challenge. Ashley would go so far to say that Death Kappa doesn't belong on the list of movies for discussion. Next go around, leave it out. As it stands, about the only thing worth discussing are the special effects, which aren't half bad when they're meant to look good. The rest of Death Kappa is a blaring exhibition of camp frivolity without a lick of
2: substance. I'm probably going to keep it in for the next round, but that's because it'll be surrounded by movies of its own ilk, like uh, like the Gilala sequel, etc. Oh. Maybe it'll lend a little more credence as to why it even exists in the first place. If it's you know, if we're seeing it in in terms of there are other kaiju comedy films out there. Adam notes that Death Kappa succeeds on many levels. Its biggest success is the effects are, for the most part, practical. Director Tomu Haraguchi has done special effects on films such as Uzumaki and Gamera 2, and he utilizes the skills of Isao Takahashi, who has built miniature city sets for many kaiju films. To create a kaiju film effectively, you have to have a team of professionals that understand that practical effects are the way to go, and a team that understands how to create them efficiently at a low cost, and at the same time, making them look fantastic. Yes, there are some CG effects, but for the most part, they are only used to enhance the practical effects. Even the nuclear blast that unleashed the horrific Cangulus is a mix of CG and practical effects. But what about the rest of the film? It's funny, for sure. The secret group of militants led by Yuriko is particularly funny. Adam's two biggest complaints for this film are as follows. One, the music doesn't really fit the genre. Sure, the pop songs work for Kanako, if not for a kaiju film, per se, but at least they perform a narrative and comedic purpose. It's the score that doesn't fit. It doesn't have the same rumbling, drum-filled sound that is the norm for a kaiju movie. It doesn't shake your soul like it should. Secondly, some of the scenes in the movie could have been expounded upon, whilst others really could have been trimmed. Death Kappa is an entertaining, satirical, and funny movie that also manages to utilize the same anti-war and anti-nuclear message that Honda used with Godzilla. Starring plenty of old tokusatsu alums and featuring Hideaki Ano and Shinji Higuchi, the two guys who are responsible for the new Toho Godzilla movie, Death Kappa is definitely one of the greatest movies ever.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, baby. As soon as Chris heard David suggest Death Kappa for a Daikaiju discussion, he knew it wouldn't disappoint. But he didn't like it. He loved it! How <laughs> can you not like the Death Kappa monster? He loves cucumbers! Who doesn't? He looks like he's part frog with a strange freak and Rodney Dangerfield eyes. Also, what a dancer! This movie was bizarre. And Chris enjoyed every minute of it. So let's have some tea. Coffee time's lucky, happy! (laughs) (laughs) Someone read the lyrics. Yeah, he did. I I
5: think I know Chris,
4: actually. Yeah? I think I know know this guy.
2: All right, then. Awesome.
4: (laughs) Thanks, Chris.
2: (laughs) Robin had been looking forward to seeing Death Kappa for quite some time and was pleased to see it being available for the cheap price of free on the interwebs. Sadly, and much to his dismay, the streamed, Video turned out to be dubbed, but after catching up with the last three or four kaiju cast episodes, he finally caved in, his lust for kaiju motion pictures getting the better of him. At first, he found the voice acting to be truly horrid and out of tone with how he perceived the actors, but once the heroine was captured by the Japanese nationalist front, he found that the dub came together a little better as the cast got more and more panicky with crazy villains and giant monster attacks. Robin has heard mostly bad things about the film, especially from reputable sources, such as Kyle. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm reputable, you guys. (laughs) But he cannot say that he really gets the reason for all the harsh bashing Death Kappa gets. Well, hopefully after you listen to this, you'll understand my thought process on it a little bit more. But uh, other than the dub, Robin actually enjoyed the film and got many good laughs out of its ridiculousness. Sure, there wasn't much in the way of story, and the movie took a couple of disjointed leaps... Sure, we'll go with just a couple. Uh, but it was all tongue-in-cheekly easy enough so that it got away with it. Robin can see how people may prefer a more serious flavor to their kaiju films, but he's a little on the fence on this question himself. Yes, he wants the genre to be taken seriously, but at the same time, he fears the risk that a too serious movie might become quite dull. Besides, he's not... Sure, a movie today could get away with being unintentionally campy and funny like the old films because of the evolution of the industry and the viewers. Thus, he thinks that maybe in order to capture that good old times feel in these movies, perhaps this is what one ends up with. All in all, yeah, see, this is the kind of thing that makes me wish that we had maybe gone in order so that because Death Kappa would come after the Galala film and after some of the other comedy films in chronological order. Mm. So that you you really have a reference point to say, like, how did this succeed as a comedy kaiju film compared to some of these other movies? Anyway, off-trap. Off-trap?
6: <laughs>
2: Off-track slash-topic. All in all, Robin's favorite part about this movie must have been the monster Hyangulus. It had a nice design with its fins, scale, and great color scheme and it totally stole the show from the movie's titular monster. Robin only had minor qualms about the looks of Death Kappa himself, mainly its baggy crotch area and the way (laughs) the hands and feet looked off from the rest of the body due to its weird wrist-slash-ankle hair. Why are you looking at the baggy crotch, man?
4: <laughs> it did have a baggy crotch. It did, yeah. <laughs> it did, it, it did was a really gross. That's in bounds. That's in bounds. Uh, <laughs>
2: it really looked like pants, right? Okay? <laughs> like, straight up. Like, instead of, like, monster legs, it looked like weird pants. <laughs> Reptilian pants.
3: Well, Weird skin flaps. You know. or sure that. However you want to interpret that.
2: The scene where the two monsters first squared off was very neatly choreographed, and Robin cannot, off the top of his head, think of a better-looking battle segment in a kaiju film.
4: Really? Yeah. Um...
2: (laughs) It stood out to him as clearly being a nod to pro wrestling with even a giant-sized ring made up from the power lines in the background. Robin loved it when the kappa grabbed Hyangulus's tail and twisted them both in an awesome. And then he says, insert the appropriate wrestling move here. And I'm not a wrestling guy, so I, I went to a wrestling move name generator. (laughs) <laughs> and I came up with the spinning crane spine buster.
1: <laughs> hey. oh, nice. Now, what do you call
6: that?
2: <laughs> I don't know. When you grab somebody's tail and like twist it and spin around and slam them into a building. When you
4: grab them, like when you grab them by the neck and then you spin around and you slam them down, that is a suplex. No a suplex. File like driver. <laughs> no. Damn it! I can't remember. Sorry. All right. Yeah.
2: At some point, Dave's just going to blurt out that I'm just going to blurt out. Oh, bulldog! Oh
4: yeah. yeah.
2: Robin is not sure that he would show this to a kaiju newcomer, as he thinks that someone familiar with the tropes of, it, of the genre would probably be able to appreciate it more. Then again, two rubber monsters tearing each other up in a cardboard city. What's not to appreciate?
4: So what did Brandon just watch? Is this supposed to be a spoof or something? The effects were on par with the Beastie Boys Intergalactic video. Parts of this flick were downright painful. And he understands why Kyle doesn't believe this movie is worth the $5.99 that Brandon spent on it. But one scene that had him laughing hysterically... Was, you can laugh at that. Sorry. I'm laughing. <laughs> it's like it's like Rachel's trying not to laugh. It's like, I'm mocking this guy! <laughs> All right, anyway. But, but wait, but one scene that had him laughing hysterically was when the reporter is burned alive. That's because that scene is fucking hilarious. That's why he laughed. It's kind of genius. Okay. It's a little, just just in case Brandon seems to be unclear about that. It's because it's fucking hilarious. That's why (laughs) you laugh. The camera cuts back and forth from live action and the burning action figure. This film may have scarred Brandon and he thinks it calls for a palate cleanser from the fine folks at Troma. There you go. (laughs) Okay. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it down with that. I do not know any Troma movie that is better than the Death Kappa. Uh, it's like, I was, it's like, yeah. I know trauma movies. It, maybe, ra- maybe, maybe Rabbit Grannies. But, I, Sergeant Kubuki
5: Man, NYPD?
4: Okay, I stand corrected. No, no, you <laughs> know, Martin is absolutely correct. Martin is absolutely correct. Yes. No, I stand corrected. But you know, what? Toxic Adventure does not hold up, man. I rewatched it. That's that why recently. they're,
5: that's why they're making a, it again.
4: Oh, go, okay. i heard that no, it's I'm being remade. With I'm down with that. I'm down with that.
2: Thank you guys all for sending in your Daikaiju discussion homework and and watching the incredibly awesome and uh, the movie that everybody loved, Death Kappa. Uh, I'm actually very happy that so many people enjoyed it. I must have done the same thing to them that I did to you guys where I I I just uh, dialed that expectation down.
4: You are to be commended. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Uh,
2: Okay, so we do have... Pickled ginger? Yes! Okay.
4: Alright, <laughs>
2: uh, right. so this pickled ginger was sent in by Chase. And actually, he sent in more than five questions. So. Oh,
3: alright.
2: It's
5: more chances for me to be beat by Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, with Dave here, there's less of a chance of me being beat by only Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Brian's, Brian's Are good. you
3: saying I'm not competition for you, Martin?
5: <laughs> you are competition, <laughs> just not for Brian. Brian's <laughs> a, so, uh, oh, Brian, Brian, you're talking to somebody good. that's
3: been losing that's, trivia to Brian for ten years. Yeah, he's good. <laughs>
2: that's, might, uh, Brian's good at this shit. This might. Uh, you never know. You never know. Although good. there I mean, was that
3: weird one take that Mark. No I, I think we tied. <laughs> we tied, you know, because yeah, it was like random like, yeah. <laughs> numbered things, and just you know, it was a funky one. Okay, So we'll see what Chase has for us.
2: All right, question number one: What is the? Oh, and actually, this time we're just blurting out the answers. I don't Done. care. You don't yeah. want to do the buzzer? Okay, we don't have the buzzer, and I don't want to do the other thing was was yelling work. out the names, which. What? Apparently, it was way too confusing for anybody in the room. I don't even remember
3: the rules anymore. (laughs) It (laughs) was (laughs) really (laughs) just Rachel. (laughs) Rachel. Churches. Buzz. buzz. No. (laughs) Very, very
4: small rocks. (laughs) Yucky Grape gravy.
2: (laughs) Question number one. What is the surname of the family in the 2014 Godzilla film?
3: Brody. Brody.
2: (sighs) Who said that first? Is that you? I don't know.
3: It was, I, it was a tie thing between these guys. Two, yeah. I, I yeah. said, "Oh Jesus!" Because eat- I, <laughs> oh, oh. like, I don't I just, remember. I tried to turn his voice. I didn't. Brian Cranston. I, think, I, don't I think. Brian got that. Okay, it's we'll a go Jaws out.
4: reference. So, that's right, Brian.
3: yeah, I was gonna say. In there. Yeah.
2: Okay.
4: Well, see, now it all makes sense. Yeah.
2: Okay. Question number two: Which kaiju had this? Is easy. Question number two Which Kaiju had her own spin off series in the Heisei era? Mothra. 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 Okay.
7: Charles Barkley. <laughs> Charles,
4: a duck. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, everyone got that, but I heard Brian yeah, first. Brian is first. Question number three Which Ultraman villain reused an
7: old Godzilla costume?
3: Oh. Oh, uh, Gomez. 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 How do you say
4: it? Gomez and also. what you say? isn't it?
7: Gires. It is. And
2: technically, Gomez is. Ultra Q, not Ultraman. So.
7: Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh, how embarrassing. I know, I'm so
3: embarrassed.
5: <laughs> I was going to say Pigmon. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: you were going to be wrong.
5: It's right? the only one I know because Rachel talks about it all the time. <laughs> I've
4: never brought up Pigmon. Girl, I don't know girl loves doing, her
3: Pigmon. That's true.
2: In Godzilla Final Wars, which kaiju attacks New York City? Uh, Godzilla. Ibira. Rodan. Rodan, oh, man, uh, Brian is cleaning up. And you gave them plenty of
7: opportunities yeah, here. Man. I had to play part of that movie in my head. It was yeah, really in, weird. know, in, in, in all
4: fairness, I watched Final Wars on Fast Forward, so yeah. I didn't catch any of the details. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch any of the details.
2: Maybe watch Final Wars and think of. uh, We should watch Watch that I might have. Have
3: have we done Final Wars yet?
2: Final Wars might be a drunken commentary. Yes. Final Wars. We're probably going to do Final Wars as a discussion when we do the whole like. Just before we reboot the whole thing, (laughs) because that was our very first one. The only person in this room, the only two people who were here for Final Wars were me and Martin. was The very first one we ever did. Gotcha. Thanks, randomizer. Uh,
5: <laughs> and I had never seen it before, so it took a while to recover.
3: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> You've had, like, four years now? I know, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, next question. Which movies... mm, okay. <clears throat> Which movies has the Cyclops Chicken Gigan appeared in?
7: Godzilla God, vs. Oh. Gigan and Godzilla vs. Megalon, and then Godzilla Final Wars. <sighs>
2: You're correct, Brian. Wow. I
7: feel like a dork. <laughs> you should like, feel
2: like a dork because you just won. It's just those Dude. three. Dude? You just won Death Kappa. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> it's, no, just it's just those you. three. It's just those three. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he didn't show up in the show era until seventy one and then he was in uh, or sorry, seventy two, excuse me. Seventy two. I won't go back and edit that. I thought
4: he was in one of the Mechagodzilla movies.
2: No. 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 He was in Godzilla versus Megalon, which was the year after. He was also, I mean, it's not a film, Oh, uh, maybe which is that's clearly being about. asked movie here, but he was in uh, Zone Fighter as well. Anyway. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Uh, There are two more questions, but we don't need tiebreakers, so I don't think we need to ask those questions, right? You
4: could just you could ask them just so that <laughs> yeah, Brian could, can yeah. spike the ball. Sure.
2: We can do all or all
3: or nothing. Brian loses if one of there you if go. we get you know right. the answers
4: to the question. And yeah. you know so, how
2: about this? How about yeah. because all, Brian already won, he doesn't get to answer this? In,
3: oh, okay. There you oh, go. God. You're out of the round.
4: And, and in all fairness, if you want to give him the death cap of Blu-ray, <laughs> it's like because I think you made the point. It's like I'm not gonna watch it alone. And everybody okay. everybody that I would watch it with is in this room. Gotcha. <laughs> Except <laughs> for Jeff. We miss you, Jeff.
2: <laughs> Family. Okay, so uh, question number six. Who were the first? Remember, you can't answer this. Okay. Who were the first two kaiju to speak English in a Godzilla movie?
3: Oh, gosh. Was it uh, Mina and um, Angulus? No. No, Minya.
2: Angulus wasn't it. Was in, uh... Ooh, um, Chase, you're totally wrong, dude. It is actually, uh, technically speaking, it would be. Oh wait, sorry. Do you guys have answers? But no. Chase is wrong. He's the guy that wrote the question. Godzilla <laughs> and Mina. No. I, I, yeah. Mina was the only one that I could think of. Actually, yeah. It should be Godzilla and Mina because Mina, Mina talks like this. Yeah. And then uh, in in Godzilla's Revenge, which was nineteen sixty nine, right? And then nineteen seventy two. Godzilla talks. Godzilla first. talks calls out to angulus so he talks first yeah oh, okay
3: so, the so angulus was one at one point yeah so
2: but he, would be, totally he, but would, he would be the third he would be
3: the third because yeah okay
2: the, if i recall correctly it was hey angulus
3: yeah what do
2: you want
6: That's
2: right. <laughs> something funny's going on they're from brooklyn
7: uh, and now what would uh, happen if the hanna-barbera godzilla was there oh, what would he say
2: yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. That's We're really close. Yeah. That's <laughs> really
4: good. It's like he's here in the room. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh and then there was a tiebreaker question. So we'll we'll also have that in. Sure. Just for the hell of it. Yeah. Why not? Why the hell not? What mech also goes by the name MFS-3?
3: The Gorgon Monster Death Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: Points? Oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Points? Yeah. I'm going to say Mogera. Um, I'm just gonna go off I'm just gonna go I have no fucking idea. I don't even remember the question. I just wanted
3: to show my answer.
4: <laughs> Martin, I didn't hear an answer from you.
5: Probably because I didn't have one. Okay. You should say. Mecha Mecha Godzilla. Godzilla.
3: Hey. Yeah. Oh
4: no. Can I wait? guess? Is it is it mechagidra? What? The that- the mechagidra. Mecha oh mechanis. King King no, it is not. No, okay.
2: Do you want to guess, Brian? Super
7: X3? No. Ah, it's,
2: wrong. It, technically it's uh Kiryu Mecha Godzilla.
4: Uh, uh,
3: oh. What? <laughs> oh, you haven't seen that one. Well, you good. know what, Martin? It's <laughs> okay that you that
2: don't, one. Know that I don't, yeah, I don't know that because next month's movie yeah. for the Daikaiju discussion is Nice Two Thousand Two. That's a natural segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> stole that from the mediocre show, but uh, natural segue because next month's movie is the Two Thousand Two Toho Extravaganza Godzilla Against Or X ex- Mechagodzilla. Uh, if you want to have your homework sent in and be included in the discussion episode, make sure you have your homework turned in before May 22nd, please, to be included in that discussion episode. Now, I think we are going to take a quick break. And for this break, we are going to play Kappa X by Shonen Knife for Mike Keller. And then we will be right back with the news.
1: Kappa no X da chu Dig <laughs> to
0: stations reporter Eric Carter with the news. The world is stunned to discover that prehistoric creatures exist in the 20th century. The armies have been alerted as we wait for more news from Japan.
2: All right, so we do actually have a fair amount of news to cover for this particular episode. Uh, first and foremost, just want to get this out of the way. I had a couple of people email me and say, hey, you know, in the last episode where you covered the news, you forgot about the uh, the thing that Shinji Higuchi did with Hideaki Ano for the Tokusatsu Museum, which is the giant god warrior appears over Tokyo. I actually didn't forget about it. We just didn't talk about it in the episode. That's not like it was like a legit thing that was made for, you know, film festivals or theatrical screenings or even on TV. That was just made specifically for this. But it's this, awesome. It is awesome. It absolutely is awesome. Actually, I I do... Because I, I have, I feel like I have some high standards for, for kaiju films and tokusatsu stuff made in today's (laughs) era. Death Kappa aside. (laughs) As,
4: as exemplified by your hatred for
2: Death Kappa. True, true. Uh, I was just going to say that it's good. It's really good, but, um, it's, I don't think it's like as amazing as a lot of people say. Now I'm, I've never seen Nausicaa. That's what it was, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nasuka. That's what we were talking about. I've never seen Nazca and I'm not an anime guy. So I don't have any sort of ties to that. I just saw it as it was, which was badass destruction. And literally, I don't know about you guys, but that was my favorite part is seeing the, seeing the explosions going through the practical built miniatures. Like that was amazing. So yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I'll have a link in the show notes to the Vimeo page where you can watch that. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where I just didn't even think to put it in there because I'd shared it so much so recently on the Facebook page, but I know not everybody's on the Facebook moving on. We're going to go straight down to the seventh level of hell because Godzilla in hell is a brand new series. This is what I did forget to talk about in the last episode. IDW publishing is producing a mini series, a five issue mini series of Godzilla going to hell and it's really weird, but weird. it sounds, it's one of those things where I'm like, as a fan, this could either suck ass or could be really awesome. I don't know. The fact that they've got James Stoko on board, you know there's going to be some awesome hell drawings of his in there. Bob Eggleton. Bob Eggleton. Is writing an issue. Some local Portland guys, Brandon Seifert and Ibrahim Mustafa have teamed up for one of the issues. That's pretty cool.
4: Brandon Seifert's a good writer. Yeah. I like his stuff. What have you
2: read from him that you like? Did you like Witch Doctor? Witch Doctor. I freaking
4: love Witch Doctor.
2: Cool. I know he wrote a Doctor Who issue for IDW as well. Mm. And And then Ibrahim, he's actually a friend of mine. He's on the Chronicles of the Nerds podcast. Good dude. Yeah, that's coming out and it should be very interesting. I know Jeff Zorno is doing one of the variant covers and it reminds me of the old like not creep show but uh the old school horror Oh, the EC Comics, comics? Yeah, like EC Comics, yeah. Vault of
4: Horror and uh, things like that.
2: Yeah. For sure. Super cool. Super cool. So yes, July 2015 is when that series starts. Looking forward to how that goes. Uh like I said, I'm, you
4: know, to weird to reserve weird my concept. judgment,
2: but could be awesome it could be it could be really awesome and let's all hope that it is next up symphonic fury the music of japanese monsters was successfully funded yay on april 24th congratulations to john chris and all the rest of their team behind that campaign i cannot wait to see the show i also cannot wait to get my cd
4: and the concert hasn't even happened yet <laughs> i don't know anything about this what's uh, oh what okay is, what is symphonic fury
2: so last year john DeSantis, who's like longtime G fan kid, been basically grown up with, with these movies and, uh, and so forth. He and this guy named Chris Olio and also another, uh, longtime Godzilla fan put together a Kickstarter campaign to essentially fund a concert where they played with an actual 53 piece symphony.
4: Holy crap.
2: Uh, if Fuka Bay's music from the Godzilla series. So last year that was it was everything from uh, I mean they didn't play everything but they played sweets from every movie that Bay scored. Wow. It was awesome. Oh, that I have the CD. Been awesome. I have the CD. That's nice. Uh and it was successful last year and so this year they launched another Kickstarter campaign and they're going to We actually had an episode about it a couple of uh, earlier in the month cuz they started the Kickstarter campaign at the end of March and so now at the end of uh of April it's been successfully funded. They raised thirty-seven thousand four hundred and twenty-six dollars wow. for this wow, concert. What was Sweet. their goal? I think it was thirty-five grand. Oh, well, all right. Seriously, the concert last year was amazing. It was like one of the highlights of G Fest, and this year I'm sure this is going to be another highlight. It's it's going to be uh, Ko Otani's music. Who did uh, the Gamma series, the '90s Gamma series, and then they're also going to be playing, hopefully, the whole thing, but I don't know. Of Symphonic Fantasia, which is basically if you've seen Godzilla Fantasia, it's the music behind that. so really excited nice. for that. Major congratulations to those guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all the listeners who heard the interview and then went out and pledged and donated to that project uh, for bringing it to life. I've said it before. What a time to be a Kaiju fan right now. It's amazing. So we'll, of course hear more from that around July. And uh, I look forward to giving a full report when I get back from GFest this year. Next up on the docket, we have Godzilla Kaiju Collection Game. Uh, this is a mobile game for iPhones and Android devices. I just downloaded it, installed it on my phone today. And I can tell you with all sincerity, I have no clue what I'm doing in this game. But it's uh it starts off the first thing you have to do, at least the first thing I had to do once you get past the, like loading screens, is you have to tap on the screen to get Godzilla to destroy the diet building. And there's a crazy timer involved. And so I was like, I'll just do this faster. So I used all eight of my <laughs> regular uh-huh. fingers holding my phone and my thumbs. And I just went. <laughs> And, and uh and, yeah, it's a really long time. I, I went through 20 levels where it was just, like, diet building after diet building after diet building. And I haven't really gotten to the point where the game's interesting yet, so maybe I'll have information <laughs> oh, on it later. But, you know, uh we mentioned Goramu Island for the last episode. They've been giving us information about the PS3, PS4 Godzilla game. They had a full breakdown on how to play the game, and I, I just need to check it out. I'll put links in the show notes to their... Uh, Facebook post about that, so you can check it out if you're very interested in that. Uh Moving on to our next news item, Space Monster Numagirasu. This is, I'm guessing, a small, independently produced film. It's a student film. Uh, that's what I was about to get yeah. to. I know after doing some research on it that was produced at Tokyo Polytechnic University... And what I'm guessing is going on there is that uh they had sort of like a Tokusatsu class and there are two Tokusatsu segment of their film class or something. Uh it looks kind of cool, but it also looks very student filmish, very indie looking. Uh I'm Pretty looking sure forward went to, to seeing more about it. Later. garage sale and bought the costume <laughs> for that monster. <laughs> someone said Kaiju big battle or something. Someone said that the monster looked like it was made out of poop at one point. And I was like, oh, "Uh" uh-huh. It looks like Kevin a Smith brown demon. Brown, brown uh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, no. all looks fairness, like a brown red king
4: kind of. It does. No, it does look like. Now that you've pointed it out, <laughs> it totally looks like it's made out of. I've
2: ruined them. it. Actually, I don't know who ruined it. I just yeah. you know, seconded the the ruination.
4: Yeah, brown was a bad color. Now that I've <laughs> brown was a bad color.
2: Okay, so uh, we're gonna. I'll have a link in the show notes to Undead Backbrain blog something or other. I'll uh, have a link in the show notes to that. It's a website.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's a uh, cool website.
2: Our next item, which actually Dave brought to the table. So excited. Is Mega Shark versus Colossus.
4: Yes! Oh
2: um, <laughs> my god. Okay, so uh, Movie Rection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so normally I don't play multiple trailers in, in a single episode, but this actually is the Japanese trailer for that movie.
4: Which is fan-fucking-tastic. It totally makes the movie look legit. Yeah. We know that since it's made for Sci-Fi Channel by Haunted Asylum, that it is not legit. Thank you for bringing <laughs> that up. However, <laughs> this Japanese trailer is balls-to-the-wall crazy. It looks awesome.
2: So, I'm actually going to play the audio right now. I don't know if you guys watched it, but it's, um, I gotta admit, it's it's exciting. Yeah. So, so here's the audio for Asylum Films Megashark versus Colossus.
1: Over a year since the last mega Shark attack, and the global economy has yet to patrol their allies' shores, further agitating international relations. No. No.
8: This is A single egg producing a child that is a clone of the parent. Every time you attack the shark, it simply reacts in
3: self-defense. Mm.
2: The Colossus. has got enough red mercury in it. It can blow itself up a thousand times over.
1: What do you mean fight the Colossus and let the one out of the picture? mega shark so it gets away. What needs to be done? Prepare, try the missile. So Make no mistake. He's gonna keep destroying everything because I surf Turf? More than one reason.
2: this movie looks fucking ridiculous so
4: good, I, I gotta so
5: go good. see this thing now oh it's, my god what, when the Carmina Barona wannabe kind of oh. kicked in there with all of that it's like alright I gotta see this <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen any of those films so oh, you've, uh, you've
4: never seen any of the Asylum movies
5: uh, I've never you seen, seen Sharknado I have not seen Sharknado shark Mega to Shark Sharktopus shark 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 Ghost
2: Shark none of to be those the, the, the uh, echelon of the Asylum films yeah. to be perfectly honest I, I actually
4: I've seen way too Sharktopus two-headed is shark attack actually
2: really awesome like <laughs> in kind of, it's kind of shark to it's kind of like death kappa awesome mm-hmm. you know yeah. like actually i'd say shark to puss is better done than death kappa <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah, no about. like uh those guys i there's something to be said for the unabashed we don't give a shit we're ripping this off and putting it out before the movie comes out Which kind of is aspect why of. I
4: think it is Perfect in the context of Death Kappa. Wait, oh, okay. <laughs> okay.
2: I think that pretty much wraps up our news. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as catastrophic events go, we have a few things to talk about. Um, May 22nd through 25th, Shinji Nishikawa. Now that is a Godzilla artist extraordinaire and Akira Takarada, one of the actors in the Godzilla films. They are both going to be in Houston at Comic Palooza. I'll have a link in the show notes to their website. Uh, additionally, Harun Nakajima, Kenpachiro Satsuma, and Sutomo Kitagawa are appearing with Shinji Nishikawa at Fan Expo Dallas from May 29th to May 31st. So those are two events where we've got special guests appearing from Japan. We also have another event that you've heard us talk about before on the Kaiju Cast: Godzilla Night. This time it's Godzilla Night Four happening in San Leandro, California, Saturday, June 20th, at the historic Bell Theater. You can find a link in the show notes to the Facebook event where you can get tickets and find out everything there is to find out about that. And then, of course, we got G-Fest in July. Plenty of time to talk about that show, though. And those are the big events to talk about. I think that pretty much does it. We have been chatting for well over two hours
4: Jesus Christ! Uh, wow. on I death kappa
2: you. so congratulations everybody thank you all by the way for being here dave martin rachel and brian no, i'm really glad you showed come. up oh, wow well, you're all very yes. welcome you're all welcome,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're all welcome. I guess here's where I insert my spiel. If you found the Kaiju Cast through iTunes or some other podcast directory, make sure you point your web browser to kaijucast.com, where you can see everything that we're about. We have our episode list, our Dai Kaiju discussion schedule, not to mention every single thing that we've ever done as the podcast is on that website. Uh, We have links to our social media: Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, etc. Uh, we also have a link to our commentaries. We will have a commentary sometime soon, uh, with a little twist. I think you guys will enjoy the listeners. Uh, and then we need to figure out what our next commentary is going to be and, and schedule it appropriately. Uh, what else am I forgetting? You know what? Please do subscribe. Actually click that button that says subscribe to the Kaiju cast. Uh, those numbers. Should keep going up, up, up. And I really want them to keep going up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and also, if you're enjoying the show, please make sure you rate us on iTunes. Give us a review or on Stitcher. Or if your podcatcher has some sort of review system, I would really appreciate it. These guys would all appreciate Maybe it. Maybe don't yeah. review this. The <laughs> these guys but. were potty
6: mouths <laughs>
2: I think we pretty much lost people the first half of the episode if yeah. that's the case yeah no shit uh, if you're still listening I commend you <laughs> <laughs> just
4: cause it's two hours
2: long oi nah people listen they <laughs> love I that stuff okay, okay so we're gonna close out the show with one final song uh, I can love- I whore
4: myself out first oh, oh yeah what am I doing I wanna of whore course, myself dude. I wanna totally if, so, you, if you you so found, Dave, yeah.
2: Dave Helfry, uh, good friend, Dave Helfry here sitting next to me, also known as Baron Von Gulu. Gulo,
4: this is what,
2: technically. Oh, shit. I've been saying it wrong. Gulo. Yeah,
4: you're not the only one, though. That's why I didn't Okay. You. Yeah.
2: Baron Von Gulo.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know what? I probably said it right in the very first episode you were ever on. That's so. entirely possible. I'll just go clip that out and in, insert Right on. Uh, Baron Von Gulo, you are the owner, proprietor, and the, mayor of, <laughs> like that. the mayor of Scare. I like that. the mayor of Scare at Fright Town For Fright Portland, Town, which Portland, is Oregon. a haunted house here in Portland. What's going on in your world,
4: man? All I wanted to say is that if, uh, you found, uh, this amusing, this little, this little, this little, uh, uh dialogue of ours amusing and you'd like to hear some of my, uh, rapier wit in 140, uh, character uh, sound bites instead of this long fucking two hour, uh, <laughs> shit show, then, uh, at Baron Von Gulo on uh, Twitter. I have no followers. I really want, I just want to be low. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: you
2: just, I don't know. It's like, it, you're just waiting for that time when they say, Baron von Gulu is, uh, our winner today for the at midnight retweet thing. No shit.
4: Right. I want that so you hard. I play that so much. I do. I play. I know. So it's like, and whenever I, um, do hashtag wars, yeah. I lose horror followers. And whenever I just talk about horror movies, I lose hashtag wars followers. <laughs> so I can't keep my fucking followers on Twitter. It's like, it's like but anyway, but I'm That's too bad, but I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh.
2: Do you want to talk about Fright Town anymore? Oh, no, do you no, want not to talk? No. What about Fright- the- We can talk
4: about Fright Town in like September or something okay. when it's
2: like relevant. Do you want to talk to about the Starlight Parade?
4: Oh, it's, this, is like, this, this podcast goes all okay. over the world. This is, that's a, Starlight Parade's a Portland thing. Okay. Right. Hey, here, let's talk all about right. the Starlight Parade. Barry Bongoodle is going to be in the Starlight Parade. Yeah. All right. Next. <laughs> next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Fright Town's always in the Starlight Parade. It's a big fun. Yeah. And, and the Starlight Parade, for those of you who don't know, is it's kind of a, a, uh, a weird, less rules, um, uh, kind of Portlandia style, Portland, keep Portland weird parade that kicks off the Rose Festival, which is, um. Our weird festival, yeah, celebrating like Portland. The, yeah, there's like a car- carnival rides and sailors who,
5: and hookers. Do you know who the? Uh, no,
4: I don't want to talk about that. Okay. You know what? No, let's <laughs> fucking talk about that. It's like here's, but you know, bear Amongst Hey, everybody! You want to know how stupid Portland
5: is? <laughs> you want to know why we have a show that showcases the things that we do that is actually more accurate than it is? Comedic? Portlandia
4: is a documentary. Port- no yeah,
5: Portlandia happens it. for a reason because our parade has a master. Is the what is it? The grand grand marshal grand marshal is sure. a chunk of carpet. From mm-hmm. our airport that they recently yanked and are replacing with an equally ugly googly chunk eyes. of with carpet googly with googly eyes stuck on it. it. Yeah.
4: So yeah. it's like thanks, if, if only If only there was some sort of uh, idiosyncratic semi celebrity here in town that they could have tapped to be the Grand Marshal instead of a roll of fucking carpet. Well, Where Dave, the I fuck like would they shit. find you somebody like, like that? I appreciate <laughs> you nominating <laughs> me like that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it, Storm Large Seriously. is in town on a concert. Series at the time, and they could have gotten Storm Large. And yes, they could have gotten either one of you two. Storm Large would have
4: been legit. Storm Large <laughs> would have been, no, been, been legit.
2: Actually, yeah. getting uh, what's the guy who does Portlandia? Kerry Brownstein and Fred, uh, Fred Armisen. Fred yeah. yeah. Got those guys. They'd be oh, great not, hosts. They're for, not, in, for the t- they're not in town
4: at that time of month. They shoot, they shoot months after that.
2: Hey, man, you telling me those guys can't afford a plane ticket? I'm telling
4: them they don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a shit about our If they're not shooting, hands. it's
4: like, you know, Portlandia, Grimm, if they're not shooting, they don't give a shit about this town.
2: No, this is all going at the end of the episode. <laughs> That's
4: fine. That's and fine.
2: Fred's a big fan of this podcast.
4: So I'll bet he to, is. We have to tread
2: lightly.
5: Okay, well,
4: Mr. Armisen, <laughs> please follow at Baron Von Kulo on Twitter. <laughs> G-O-O-L-O. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> all right, uh, Lawrence Welk impersonation is hilarious.
2: Who's Fred Armisen? Fred Armisen. Oh, okay, um, did not know that.
4: that. And then Kristen wigg does the the like the Lemon Sister, but she has like the little oh, teeny right. hands. Oh, right? Yes. 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 that's <laughs> We're off topic, are we? Is that
2: a, is there a topic I anymore? I don't know. <laughs> all right, well we are going to wrap this up. uh Thank you for listening. Thank you guys all for being here. And like I said, subscribe rate and uh and love us forever.
6: Yay, we love We're
2: going to close things out with a song. That song, however, I can't decide. So just based on the name alone, should we play Bride of Godzilla or an alternate version of Rock Rock Godzilla?
3: Rock Rock, rock Godzilla. Godzilla. All right, Rock go, Rock go, Godzilla gotta, is the go win majority
2: on that one. We will see you next month. Jamata.
1: 飛び立つ鳩そよぐ風 Woah Whoa, 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 whoa! Those
2: So much coke in this room, you guys.
6: <laughs> hookers
2: and blow, hookers and blow.
7: Finally, the truth about the Kaiju cast HQ can, HQ can come out.
2: What <laughs> was the first thing he said? HQ. HQ, HQ is Q. what
7: I said at first.
2: HQ. HQ.
7: H-Q. H-Q. Should I try so, reading this before he comes so back? So Martin
2: in? is pretty much the biggest douchebag ever. Don't you yeah, guys think?
7: Agreed.
4: Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs>
2: I'm kidding. He's so pretty. He looked looked so surprised. Like, oh my god!
4: I
6: can't believe he's saying what I'm thinking!
4: read me so well. well good times. Mm-hmm. Totally good times. Has Goramu Island been specifically giving you information? No, just the everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I thought they were, I thought they <laughs> were like, what? their marketing department-wise. No, it? no. Like,
2: Goramu Island is a, well, is a Facebook fuck page. Island.
4: I don't even give a shit about Goramu Island. they not going to... You
2: know. They seem to be nice guys, <laughs> they so I'm not yeah, going to speak should ill be, of they them. Should, <laughs> they
4: should be sending you swag, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> you are Kyle motherfucking you. You were running fucking Kaiju, Kyle. Kai. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Man, I'm gonna get some respect up in this shit. All right,
2: <laughs> Dave's bringing it back to the explicit. He's like, we
4: haven't
2: been swearing enough in this section. Must
6: say, yeah. really planting that flag in the
7: explicit. Just saying,
6: just saying. <laughs>